How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Digest Productions podcast, episode number 170. I'm your host, Joshua J. Moskers, joined once again by Carly Ray Stepson, a.k.a. Klaus. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Here I am, back again, like a you know. fucking venereal disease, dude. <laughs> Can't get rid of me. You think, you know, you've applied the ointment, you think it's gone, but no, yeah. it's coming You back. went to the doctor, you took the pills, he, he says, oh, I think you're all good, but the symptoms are still there. <laughs> we uh we started off real quick here because we were talking about like open mics and you were saying i've never been to any you were saying that's a real shit show when i went to open mic comedy even the first time dude it was immediately apparent that this is not a lot of normal people that have this as a hobby because it seems to me the cream rises to the top pretty quick to where Anyone who was actually was gonna be a good comedian isn't doing open mics for very long. <laughs> you know, maybe a year at the most. Some of these people they've been doing open mics at these same bars for years, dude, and they're just weirdos. The first guy I talked to, his eyes were going in two different directions. So, you know, it's the old, okay, what eye do I even look at at this point? And he was like the you like told him if you wanted to do an act, and he's like, "Well, it's kind of last minute." I'm like, dude, we're at a dive bar. They've got a pirate, like a that's a dusty pirate statue in the corner. There's no one else here, it seems, besides the people doing open mic. Just throw me in there. Who gives? What was I supposed to call ahead? You're writing this down on a notepad, with paper. It's got a napkin, writing a crayon. He's like, all right, well, we're just we'll put we're we're gonna put you on in the middle then. Well, all right, well, that's fine by me because I don't want to go first. And I sure as fuck don't want to be the last one there. Because yeah. um, it most of the time after people do their little two minutes of embarrassment, then they just leave. So if you're the last guy there, you're gonna be there with nobody. <laughs> and um, the first guy gets up there, dude, and he was, you know, when they're full not full-blown retarded but pretty retarded but they pass as normal okay you know like they're just walking around you're like yeah that's a normal guy and it's not really till they open their mouth <laughs> that you realize there's something terribly wrong with this guy's cognitive systems the first guy he gets up there and he's like <laughs> <laughs> the joke he tells dude he goes uh yeah i made a uh lettuce Bacon, and guacamole, and tomato sandwich today. Call it an LGBT, and nobody laughed at all. I'm I'm in tears laughing at this point at this guy, and you could see the glimmer in his eye, like oh somebody's actually laughing at my jokes. Oh awesome, hell yeah! And every joke, that's the only one I remember, was even drier than the last. Terrible. This man just up there embarrassing himself with missed punchline after missed punchline. I'm losing it at this point. I'm on. oh, my God, is this what this is? Is this what open mic comedy is? Is it just people making horrible fucking jokes? He gets off stage, and it turns out, dude, no one was laughing because when I went back next week and that guy gets up on stage, what does he say? I made myself a lettuce, tomato, bacon, and guacamole sandwich today. Call it an LGBT. 
opener again, dude. Third time I go. <laughs> Same thing. This guy's been running with this one punchline he came up with for who knows years at this point. Every week, dude, this guy's material did not change at all. Day in and day out, he got no lie and no laughs. He's telling the same jokes. I understand to a point, like if you're going to reuse some stuff to see how it fits with other jokes and try and get like a smooth transition from one thing to another. I understand using it as like a workshop, but if you're going with the same opener over and over again, it's not working. And you use the same, like the rest of your material is the same. I was going to say, yeah, the rest of the material is also the same. Yeah. He had the same routine every week. And it never once, I was the only person I ever saw laugh at it. And it wasn't even at the jokes. It was just at the pain you could see that this guy was going through. Just the absolute. But you know what, though? That guy is fucking resilient as fuck. Because the first week that nobody laughed at me after like the fifth week of doing it, I never went back again. I was like, oh, oh, this is gay. This is shit. Nothing is worse than standing up there, dude, and no one laughs, and you're just standing there with your I, fucking dick in your hand like, oh, shit, they were supposed to laugh at that one. Yeah, now I they're just looking at me, that. and I've got nothing. Oh, dude, when you're st- – yeah, I immediately forgot where I was going with any of my jokes the second they weren't laughing as I'm standing up there. Like, oh, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. I, I do that at, like, family reunions or, like, just family get-togethers like or friends, work, wherever – I I I love telling jokes that I think are hilarious that nobody laughs at or if oh, they're like dude. by it. Ah, oh, I love that. Yeah, I mean I normally like it around people I know. Like if I'm just upsetting them, like they're like, Man, this is just annoying to be around. But when it's just a crowd of people that you don't know, mm-hmm. I don't know. There is just something maybe you eventually get used to it, but my god, the that feeling of panic twenty years now. <laughs> The, the feeling of panic, the yeah. feeling of panic that overtook me when I'm standing there going, I've got nothing for these guys and I've just now started and I'm panicking and it's only going to get worse from here. Oh man, dude, that was fucking unbearable, that feeling. But I guess you probably eventually get used to just bombing, but yeah. I, you know. I'm not as resilient as some random fucking retard willing to show up to a pirate theme bar every Tuesday for fucking. Did I ever, did I ever tell? I, I probably did on the show how like my, one of my previous jobs, they wanted the, there was a guy that was retiring and they said, oh, we should do a roast of him. Did I ever oh, tell no, that? I don't and think it, so. It never ended up happening, which is unfortunate. I got so excited and I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like, in hindsight, it's so good that it didn't happen because it would have been horrific. I I I was all excited. This is like three weeks into my employment there, <laughs> so I don't know anybody that well at all. And uh, I'm, but I'm like, oh, pumped! I can do this. This is great. This is perfect. And uh, one of my my coworkers at the time was like closer to my age, and I was like, oh yeah, this will, this will be fun. And they're like, oh. Like, what, what kind of jokes are you going to tell? And I, I don't remember uh, anymore. It's been so long. But I just remember telling them these jokes that I'd thought up. And they're like, you can't say that. Like, that's like it's a work event. You'll get fired. <laughs> I was like, oh. You cannot say that. I was like, okay. I was like, I thought we were treating it like a roast. And they're like, yeah, that's just, 
you're just offending people. <laughs> it's not like it was like over the top, like, uh, you can't just say the, you can't call him the N word, John. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like how were we calling them? Us are black. <laughs> are it's not even black. Yeah. I forget. It wasn't like grotesque. Like, it was just like a f- rude. It was just being rude for the sake of being rude, which is the point of a roast. But yeah. they're like, oh, it'd be, you know, they were thinking it'd be more like playful. I'm like, that's not a roast. It's just telling jokes to one another. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I think. I think it was uh, the confusion of both ends where I thought it was going to be a real roast and they clearly didn't understand what a roast was. Yeah, no, they have. They're like, we've seen the new trend online, roasting your friends. They yeah. had no idea what <laughs> you can actually do if you sit there and just think about it. What's something terrible I can just start saying <laughs> to this guy? That's the thing. Like, the you whole know? point is, like, I'm going to figure out what their greatest flaws are and, like, <laughs> what things they're most self, like... uh uh, I'm going to go to this guy's Facebook, see if he's got a retarded kid. Yeah, what are they most self-conscious about? And I'm going to completely, I'm just going to keep prodding away yeah. at that the entire oh, time. Oh, dude, imagine that. He's got like a fucking autistic son and you're like, well, Jerry, <laughs> I mean, you've had a great career, a great retirement. You've got your house paid off. You've got a lake house. You've got your own boat. But God, how I know you'd trade it all away in two seconds just to make your son normal. <laughs> <laughs> like it's yeah it's like stuff like that where it's just like you pick it like, oh my god like, what yeah it's just like you just pick up the scabs and it's just like oh man they yeah they were just like no no you have the wrong idea i'm like oh okay i think you guys have the wrong idea <laughs> of what before, we, is. before we get too far past it dude there was more absolute characters and freaks at this fucking uh open mic comedy Dude, there was one guy who literally, I don't think his head turned. Like, he would just have to turn his whole body to, like, ever talk to anybody. Like, his neck wasn't, like, functional. He didn't have a functional neck. There was a guy who was was completely blind, and his same opener every time was pretending to, like, trip onto the stage. He would use his little cane and be like... touch the stage and then like Mr. Magoo trip onto it and the most fake trip ever. And be like, Whoa. Whoa. Like didn't see that there. Blind. Yeah. This guy was actually blind. He actually had some pretty good blind jokes about uh, mm. his roommate, like bought a bunch of porn on his credit card. And uh, he was like, no, man, I'm pretty sure you did that. And he's like, why the fuck would I buy porn? I can't see. But like he had it, this punchline was better than that, yeah. and he was the best one there. They had um, like a retarded gay black guy, and all his jokes were about being like a retarded gay guy. That he was pretty good, but a lot of these guys, if you went up, tried to talk to him afterwards or beforehand, they would just stonewall you quick and be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I come here every Tuesday," and then like quickly just go back to staring into the Coors Light label. That they're drinking. I was like, is that like the one with the mountains? Which one is that? Yes, that's the one okay. with the Rocky Mountains on it. Yeah, not the one with the gay can, dude. That's Bud Light <laughs> with the gay can. I saw. A vi- I'm sorry to keep cutting your story. I saw a video today of these people must have bought. I don't want to exaggerate. A thousand cases of Bud Light, laid them all out in like a field, and ran over them with like a <laughs> like a. 
a caterpillar or whatever, like a backhoe. Damn, I was hoping it was a monster truck, dude. That would make it no. more American if it was a monster truck. I'm terrible truck. at like naming construction vehicles there. But yeah, it's just like one with a plow on the front and they just back Probably over. just a skid steer. Something, just a little yeah. guy. Yeah. Little go tracks. Yeah, probably it, a skid steer. It, it might not even good like equipment. Exaggerating. It, they couldn't even break up the good shit. Oh, man. It, it had to be 500 cases at least, though. <laughs> Based on what I, I remember. And it's just them driving over it. They're like, fuck Bud Light. It's like, they already got your money. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you, you paid them. A lot I have that. to imagine you went out and bought this just to make the video. Nobody keeps this much on hand. Like, <laughs> I don't know a single alcohol. Especially store. of the Rambo cases. You know, they only had those for a little bit. Yeah. It's it's like you had to buy. No, I refuse to believe there's even like a, a beer distributor that keeps that many on hand. Yeah, he would have had to have gone to numerous stores to get that many. Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, I don't drink. Way to own the libs. Beer barns to, you know, pick up stuff for other people. They don't have that many there. It's like Way 50 almost the from what I've seen small town now. But he really owned the libs with that one though, dude. He really got them. Just oh, what's uh Kid Rock? Did you see he did a video of it? No. That was hilarious. It's him it and he's like, I'm gonna I forget I'm gonna misquote him, but he's essentially he's like, Now I'm gonna say this one time and make it incredibly clear for you. And then he pulls out uh, some sort of semi-automatic <laughs> rifle. I, I, I forget. And he starts shooting at it, like, on, like, a little podium, like, 10 yards away. Oh, and my he God. Misses, he misses, like, no. every shot. And there's some no. guy off camera shooting it with a shotgun to make sure he hits. <laughs> no. You can see blasts coming from the oh side. And it, it must have been, like, no. Dragon's Breath or something because you can see it flaring up. Oh my I don't know God. what it was using, what kind of ammo it was using, but you can see the shotgun blast coming in from off camera, Fucking smashing idiot. through the case of the beer and hitting the water at a completely different angle. Oh Kid Rock was shooting. If you're gonna it. pull that maneuver, you're supposed to get somebody with like an R700 ten mm-hmm. yards behind you, so they can't tell. God, what an idiot! I like that it's Kid Rock too. And of it's course, like, this is a this is a guy that's like hosted parties for trans people. Like, he had a transgender person at one of his parties. Damn. It's like, what are you doing? Uh, Kid Rock would be up there on my list of celebrities I would want to hang out with, though. Like, if it was, like, pick a celebrity to hang out with, Kid Rock is up there, dude. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. Let's check this out. 35 seconds. Yeah. Oh, man. It sucks that we're not recording video. MAGA! MP5. You can see it, like, right at 20 (laughs) seconds. Chuck was at the beginning. You can see the shot. Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. <laughs> Grandpa's feeling a little frisky into today. It. <laughs> yeah, that's an MP5. Oh my god, yeah, you can see the bullets coming from a total different <laughs> angle. It's just this widespread that shot. Is... Just peppering the, the beer. <laughs> fuck Bud Light and fuck Anheuser Bush. Have a terrific day. Grandpa's <laughs> about to get a little frisky. Only 187,000 views. Huh. Uh, I don't think this is where he uploaded it. This is Oh, okay. It. Big damn. Uh, it was just the first result that I found for it. And so I was like, perfect. Leaves us. But yeah, yeah it, you... it's just so funny to me. They have like a backup shooter. <laughs> <laughs> Not even attemptedly. That was I mean, so poorly done, dude. I don't think I was... I'm exaggerating. That's like 10 yards away, I think. That's... 
<laughs> yeah, literally. Like, <laughs> Ten yards. <laughs> it's like, I'm not the best shot, but I mean, he didn't want to miss it, range. <laughs> I mean, I've never shot an MP5 full auto, but I've shot a couple other guns full auto, and my fuck, after like two bullets, you're just not even controlling it at all. <laughs> so I think he just wanted to have the mag dump and to get yeah. the job done, but yeah. that was so poorly executed. <laughs> That it's was just, so. I love the setup where he's like, you know, Grandpa's feeling a little frisky, and then it's just clearly somebody else shooting the cans for him. That is so poorly done. <laughs> uh, I'll have to. I, I'm going to write in my notes here to include the link for that in the description. God, so people can see it. <laughs> That's oh, insane, man. dude. I would hang out with Chris or Kid Rock in a fucking second, though, dude. He's got to be one of the better celebrities to hang out with. What makes you say that? I'm curious. I've, Is it dude, because he knows how to fucking party? Because if you go and hang out with him, you're not going out to eat fucking calamari. You're going out to shoot beer cans with an MP5. And he, that man has Dragon's Breath ammunition. Just I, on site. I, am I wrong? It looked like Dragon's Breath. But I yeah, I'm tell. pretty sure that's what that was. This man just okay. has flaming shotgun ammo at the ready. Come on now. I'd rather do that than ride on Leo's shot any day. I mean, I could. It's not like it's that crazy or hard to get a hold of. I don't think. Well, no, <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like you just tell MP5 if is, you're hanging out with another celebrity, just be like, "Can you have these on hand so we can do this?" An automatic like, MP5 is you got to have a special license for that. It's probably true. Yeah, that is true. How much even? One of those has got to be five grand i i don't know honestly oh, let's give it a google let's look up how much an automatic 30 fucking grand dude 30 grand well, I'm, I'm curious 30 grand for h and k h and k mp5 full auto okay i that is a very different result. You're right. I, I typed that in. And that appears as well. You can get a semi-automatic one for way cheaper. You don't want that, that's, though. Yeah, that's that's what I, I pulled up originally. It's, no, I no, you don't want that. Out. And it's the literally because of the, the licensing and the tax stamp and everything yeah. to have. It's I mean, when you coming down to the parts of it, it's only a couple hundred bucks, if that, yeah. to make it full auto. But it's the tax it stamp and the licensing. I was going to say, would it be cheaper to buy the semi-auto one and then pay to have it? transition to fully auto assuming you have the right paperwork and everything it yeah you have to have some you have to you have to have a real deal license to alter a firearm though because then you have to re-register then have to re-register it as uh because they used to do it with mac Mac 11s back in the day Mm -hmm. you'd get them online delivered to your gun store and all it was was like this one little piece that you had to put in there and it made them automatic. Hmm. Um, illegal as fuck. But I don't know what the process... I have no idea what the process is. Of yeah, the cheapest like way of doing it would definitely license. be just to alter your weapon legally. But to legally yeah. own a automatic weapon... And I think you have to pay like a yearly fee or something. Or maybe it's the upkeep no of the license is insane. They really don't want you owning automatic weapons. You know, they make it very expensive to own them well as evidenced by all of the news lately you don't need automatic weapons to hurt people <laughs> yeah literally dude you just 
I mean, shit. Dri- driving a car into a crowd or is literally... I feel like that's going to yield not- you the most. That's illegal in Florida. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah. I don't know. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird state we're in where it's just... People, I mean, it's literally been like, tw- I mean, as of recording this, the last two days there have been shootings. Uh, I forget how many in the past week. It's like, man, I'm getting tired of hearing about this. Even <laughs> there was one of them. They're just post putting them all online or on TV now, though, because there was one. The one I saw today was at like a funeral home, and only one guy got killed. I'm That's like, this would, yeah. this would not have. Three people were injured, one was killed, so it does count as a mass shooting because oh, three okay. people got shot. Yeah, because four people got shot. One guy only died. Only one guy died. So mm-hmm. technically, it's a mass shooting. But I it's think like it was, uh, Kentucky. Was it Kentucky? There was like a bank one where uh, I forget how many nine people were in the hospital. Three with like life threatening or are in like intensive care. Three were released, and three are just being held for like general care. Uh, I forget how many people died. One officer got shot in the head. He's in the ICU. Jesus. I mean. I think it was like his first like week on the job or like one of his first couple of weeks on the job. And he's like rushing in to try and help people and gets capped in the head. Well, damn. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's why, uh, I don't know. I saw a comment where somebody was comment. They were talking about that guy. They're like, oh, you know, pray for him or whatever. And somebody posted, you don't know. He might have been racist. (laughs) It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like good god that's your it's like man like i i'm not this a staunch police defender but i get shot in the head you don't need to be out here calling him racist because it's like you don't know he might, might have be been racist a racist cop in the making it's like Ugh. it's a potential that he was racist you don't know no. if he hadn't been shy he might have been out there like, popping off shots at black people for no reason I will say though, dude, the news the news has definitely got me carrying my gun around more. It's mm-hmm. like, ah maybe yeah, we'll carry carry this guy around, dude. Cause I mean if somebody's fucking in the bank when I'm there trying to shoot the place up, the news story is gonna be a lot fucking different. It's gonna be armed man gunned down in bank. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, it's fucking you just wait for them to turn around and shoot him in the back of the fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> There you I go. Saw, there was a, a post I saw today. I don't know if it was there yesterday, where this guy is in Texas and he's he's open carrying, and he the safety is off on his gun, and it he just has it like on his shoulder strap, like it's his it's like a pistol, but he's like you can clearly see it, and he has the harness on incorrectly, where it's like almost choking him out from behind, <laughs> and uh, I, I think I said the safety was off. I, I don't. Somebody commented that, but I don't know how they would have known that. But well, the barrel's just pointing at people. It's like, oh no, guys! No, oh, no. He, he doesn't know how to wear the harness properly, oh, and no. then on top of that, he's just walking around with his the gun pointed at people. It's like, oh. I was gonna say I'd consider it irresponsible to have the safety on, but the fact that he's just got it on wrong, I'm picturing one of those old school detective ones. It's and sort he's of got like it, a, yeah, but he has it on where it's like it's the over both just... shoulders, but like the harness is just like wrapped around his neck. <laughs> it's like, that's like yeah. this guy clearly is not wearing this correctly. 
Like I, I, I'm trying to picture how they're normally worn from like that time period. I think <laughs> you're supposed to have the strap going like, uh, it's like a shirt, your, like through the center of your back and then like the front of your chest sort of. Yeah. Well, picture yeah. it like putting on a button up shirt. Yeah. I think it's how supposed to be a- like that. I imagine the way he had it, he had the strap going over his neck and then like one of them just loose hanging like under his stomach probably. Is where what I, I think, think what I, what I think he did is I think he put it on backwards. So instead of putting it on like a button-up shirt, like how you put your sleeves on and it comes together in the middle, he put it together so it would come together on the back. And now he's just got the part that's supposed to be like on your back loose. And he's going, okay, my head must go through this part. And he stuck his head through that, the part that's supposed to go across your back, like an X formation that makes the harness like part of it and uh, i I think he just put his head through that is what it sounded like to me and now at this point he's got the barrel literally pointed straight out well the barrel (laughs) pointed backwards so like that that's what's confusing me okay we had that part right then yeah (laughs) uh i don't know if i'm gonna be able to find it it was on reddit so like i'm gonna i'd have a hard time finding this again i bet but uh yeah my gun doesn't even have a safety on it at all I carry that motherfucker around. I just have it pointed. I just have the fucking no safety barrel pointed right down at my cock. Dude, that's how that's how much faith I have in Glock firearms. People are gonna hate. But I I really do, dude. I trust the machine more than most shit. You got it. I trust the machine more than most things. I would take I would take my gun. That's one thing that I is such horseshit to me when they're like the gun just went off. No fucking way, dude. I would literally bet my fucking yearly pay that I could take my Glock right now, fully loaded one in the chamber, and just throw it as far as I could at a fucking spinning angle. And that fucking thing's not going off when it hits the ground. I'm I'm reading. Oh, my God. He does have it on fucking backwards. I saw this like right after it was posted. It was like four minutes ago when I had originally saw it, and this is like a day old now. Holy shit. People are speculating now that it's an airsoft gun holster, but the weight of the actual guns are pulling it down, so it's not on properly because of that. I also love that he has a hat on that says Special Forces. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck uh, is he doing with that? You see what I'm talking about? Like, it's digging into his neck. Yeah, it is pulling into his neck. <laughs> How is the gun? I just because uh, the gun's pointing down, so it makes me think that it's not the weight of the gun pulling it into his neck. It almost seems like he's got it tightened up that much, yeah, so I, that I it's know. pulling into his neck. Because if it's, you look at just... the angle of the barrel, it gives that the gun is leaning back. Words like like the weight is going back. It's not pulling down forward. I see what you're saying. Now I I saw this on my phone when I was scrolling by. Now that I've opened it on my desktop here, looks like I is he wearing a bracer saying. on his wrist too? Look at his hand in his pocket. He's wearing like a leather fucking like cuff, like a like a medieval like a cuff. Look how wide it is though. This is true. I see what you're saying. I don't know though. This man's wearing fucking medieval like bracers. <laughs> Is, he thinks this is one well, out is here. Just, if he gets shot at first, he's gonna put his this wrist is up and just a fucking freak, dude. <laughs> Look how wrinkled his shirt is. This it, guy is just an absolute freak. The uh, 
the the way this picture is taken with the gun holster over his neck, it almost makes it look like his shirt is on backwards because of that. Literally. <laughs> God. Uh, everything about this is just this screams this guy has terrible. no clue what he's doing. Fucking terrible. What do you think he ordered? Where are they? What is this? I don't know what this is. Tacos. Yeah, Fuel City? Is that I what the name know. of this place is? Fuel City? Uh, Look at this fucking Fuel menu, dude. It's like tacos, but it's like... What the fuck? This well, looks like the most white people is it, taco. Oh, is it a gas station, maybe? Oh, yeah. I bet it is a gas station taco. Yeah, it is. Gas station taco stand. Got Bud Light. I can see that through the window of the, rest of the, the front entrance. Oh, yeah, it says tacos right in the window. I wonder if that's this guy's bitch standing in front of him. Uh, he must feel like his dick is fucking <laughs> big as can be, dude. God. That ashy fucking elbow, too. No I, lotion again, on him. I don't care if people want to, like, open carry or whatever. But if you dress up like this and you have, like, special forces on your hat... I know that you have absolutely no idea what you're doing. Absolutely none whatsoever. <laughs> if you're wearing your holster like that, there's no no way you know what you're doing. If there's one thing I know about special forces guys, it's like they love to openly carry and brag about being special forces in public, letting everyone know that they're an easy that they're the first target that should be shot at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Step one, being special forces. Let everyone know. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, you know where I've seen more people open I'm the most carry than... i guy in the room. I'm armed. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen uh, more I've... people open carry at the Chinese buffet than, like, per capita anywhere else I go. There's always one guy there just with a fucking... Something that really is kind of, like, not even that great of a carry either. Like, in 1911. Yeah. Or something. I'm like, what the fuck is that guy carrying that in the Asian buffet, dude? He's holding like it down. Been carrying an, a used uh, AT4 rocket. Oh damn, dude, that's that's just making a statement at this that point. But this fucker, like, all the time, dude. There's people at the Asian buffet. They'll fucking be cosplaying as a dis- undercover detective or something. And they usually drive Jeeps or a Dodge of some type. And they fucking open carry that thing right for everyone to see. And I guarantee, dude, if I grabbed a hold of that thing, they would probably freeze up before <laughs> they knew what to do. They'd be like, oh, shit. And now I've got your gun. Now what? <laughs> yeah, this is just. That's just fucking badass, dude, right there. <laughs> That's just an What's American the, badass. Oh, I didn't Look realize. at that has, like, fucking dual revolvers. revolvers. Look at say, those yeah, things. Those are the old school, like, that's like a 45 revolver from 1840. Yeah. Seriously. Like, at least those he can use. The rocket is stupid. It's spent. You can't even use it. What's the point? Why not? Why can't he? You just look like an idiot. Why can't he use it? I don't. I think, I, I'm pretty sure they're single use. Oh, maybe. Can't reload thought... it. That I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's an AT... After firing, it's discarded. It's Has not that one been fired? Not be reloaded. Yeah, that one's been the, fired? The... Yeah, I'm pretty sure. 
Damn. Because I was going to say that would be the ultimate defense weapon. Oh, a bazooka? <laughs> Some guy Dude. comes into the subway and just blows the whole place up. Dude, if someone <laughs> tries to rob the fucking subway I'm in while I'm armed with my bazooka, that's going to be the greatest fucking day ever like i've been waiting for that like finally dude you just absolutely vaporize someone at the fucking register fuck i wonder if you'd get in trouble if some of the shrapnel hit one of the other people in there from just the law rocket you send into the perp (laughs) that's the most american shit ever and he's paying in cash in this picture too very american Sick, I was, I was maybe, trying to see if he had special forces tattooed on his shoulder, but I can't read. Maybe I'm the one who's been wrong the whole time. Maybe I should stop carrying a concealed subcompact and, well, just a compact, not a subcompact. Uh, stop carrying a compact and get just the longest pre 1900s revolver I could get, dude. <laughs> Just absolute. What was that fucker in Tombstone? Just Wyatt Earp out here, dude. Yeah, I say just find the old, just find like a flintlock pistol. Carry it around. Oh, go Jack Sparrow on it. <laughs> oh, dude, you're trying to like defend a bank. You get one shot off. Just <laughs> everywhere. And it fucking yeah, it has a ten foot range too. And I yeah. just fucking the guys the, like the bullet drop bruised. on that. If you hit them with that fucking thing, though, dude, they're fucked afterwards. Like, you know, even if like if the entry wound isn't that bad, the exit wound on those were brutal. And if it even came out, because they don't go like a normal bullet. Like when you get hit with a musket, the bullet doesn't just go through and through. It goes in and it just starts rolling around inside of you and bouncing around yeah. and just shredding your insides. I I went to what a fort the, when I was a kid the, and they it, they had a display of what happens when you get shot by a musket yeah. you're fucked at that point dude you're just Probably. oh my god is that a browning that's what i thought I, it looked <laughs> off though i could it didn't seem like i don't know why I thought no it it's not a browning that's an mg i thought it was an mg42 mg mg maybe not 42 but that's definitely a mounted gun yeah of some what type is the point of this like yeah no that thing is so heavy yeah that's like a fucking yeah. 20 pound gun you're not gonna no, he's just making a statement at that I understand point they're making, yeah i understand that but she's like your statement is you're bad at decision making when it comes to personal defense in a subway <laughs> well if you're defending the home with a mounted machine gun dude they are just done That's like if someone's than having to carry it around town to the subway though dude if someone is comes into my house and they like the for one, if they're banging on the door trying to get in, you don't even have to wait for them to open the door to get them with the mounted, dude. That that, that thing is a 50 cal. You would absolutely not just saw through the door. You're probably better off shooting them before they get through the door because you're going to saw through that door, saw through them, and it's going into your neighbors. Your neighbors are feeling the wrath of that at that point, dude. It is going through everything in sight. There was a scene in Walking Dead this is when I stopped watching this fucking horse shit. They've got one of those mounted to the back of the Hummer and Dale or Daryl or whatever that fucking retard, okay. terrible actor from Boondock Saints. He's riding on a motorcycle <laughs> behind it. 
the, the yeah, Norman Reedus is riding on a motorcycle behind them. They cannot hit him. He's just riding straight, barely even serpentining. They cannot hit him with this mounted machine gun, and he pulls off a pulls a sawed-off shotgun out, one hand it while steering with the other hand. Bang! One shot takes the guy right out. <laughs> I was like, I'm never watching the show again, dude. That guy missed 150 shots at him with the mounted gun that is stable and just one after another. You're hitting that guy on the motorcycle. You're hitting him. It's hard. It'd be harder to miss him that much. And then try to just try to make a shot driving. Try to land one shot driving. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I, I, I liked the first season of that show when it came out. If I rewatched it, I might hate it. Uh, but yeah, that show is just not good. It's so bad. It's yeah. so bad. There were two shows that I was younger when they started, so I didn't really see how dumb they were. And as I got older, I was like, oh, these suck. Sons of Anarchy. I was like 11 or 12 when it started. Mm-hmm. And it ended my senior year in high school. So when I started off, I was like, oh, dude, this is so fucking cool. They're so cool, dude. Those leather vests. Yeah. Don't take your fucking leather vest off, dude. Fuck that other gang. It's all about respect. By the time I was like 18, I'm like, oh, these guys are the worst criminals of all time. <laughs> these guys are complete idiots. They literally went into that bank or that warehouse or whatever where they're you know, the insurance company is going to make them have surveillance up at this point. You know, it's 2016. They're going to be required to have that to get their insurance claims. And they went in and their names are on their vests. That guy's name is right there. Sons of Anarchy, it says right on the back. They're going to know who did that. They couldn't have switched into just a black hoodie for this or for an hour. Gang's vest. Anything. The van they showed up in says Sons of Anarchy. Don't put a fucking, <laughs> don't put the logo on the van. Don't put the logo on the van. Anything but that. Yeah, never once where they were like, you know what? Let's put the Mayans rival gang vest on and go do some crime. Never it's once like did they make that simple idea. After the yeah. Fact, like, and let them know that it was me. I did it. Oh, this and they would do. Impression. They would do the thing where they try to make the villains as evil as possible so that you would actually would stop hating the scumbag main characters for 10 minutes to be like, yeah, fuck the guy you're going up against. Because the main character was such an annoying little twerp the whole time. He's like, I'm having baby mama drama. I'm having step baby mom. No, I'm having step mama drama. Oh, I'm going to impregnate her now, too. Of course, my mom hates my new wife. Ooh, the whole time. And... Then they then they're like, wow, people are starting to kind of not like the, our gang. How what can we make that's more hated? Nazis this season. The bad guys are gonna be Nazis, and first order of business, we're gonna have the Nazis rape the main character's mom. We're gonna have him rape his mom, and of course, she's gonna be able to make out his very. They've all got masks on and everything, and this guy. God forbid you don't wear a turtleneck this day. He's got a neck tat that is so identifiable. He's working in the cigar shop. She goes in right across the street from their fucking 
own operation they've got up and running. Cigar <laughs> shop. Goes in there because her husband loves cigars. Goes in, immediately makes the guy's tattoo. Fucking Harry Potter levels of convenience at this point. Dude. <laughs> oh, my God. It was the worst. It was fucking every time. It's like, they it's just, like a lineup. Which wizard did it? Uh, yeah. Oh, my it God. It was Harry Potter. Was it him? No, it's definitely the one with the lightning bolt tattoo or lightning bolt scar on his forehead. He's well, the only Harry one Potter, that has that. And Harry Potter, I think it's the second one that they were like, damn, we have no idea what happened and our back's really against the wall. And then they're like, wait a minute. This girl that's been paralyzed through the whole movie, look in her hand. There's a note yeah, in her hand. Cool. No yeah. one noticed the note in her hand and it like forwards the plot. And I'm like, this is fucking gay. <laughs> All right, this is fucking gay. You are. This is who wrote this. This like is so poorly. Loves Harry Potter. Yeah. I, I mean, I like the books growing up. I've I read all of them a couple of times. I've they're really children's books. books. Yeah, no, they were great as a kid, uh, and she was a huge fan of it. And I always make fun of her because one, it's on all the time. Like we'll go to visit her mom, and she just wants to put something on the background, just so there's noise. <laughs> and Harry Potter's always on. I think like sci-fi or something, FX, whatever. And I make fun of it so much because there's a thing in those books and the movies where they can go back in time. I think they do it in the third one. And I'm like, they could just go back in time and take out the bad guy and all these problems would be solved. And, and oh, like, yeah. And they're like, well, no, because all of the time travel devices are destroyed in the fifth one. It's like, but they existed before then. Yeah, exactly. So they could easily just go back in time and stop the bad guy <laughs> immediately. <laughs> this never would have happened. The second you find out he's a villain, you use this, go back in time, and stop him. They were destroyed in the fifth one. Then they would have known that that was coming because they would have somebody would have been time traveling, would know what's coming in the future, would say, hey, we got to go back before these are destroyed and take care oh, of this. That's the other thing. They're so powerful, these time travel devices. Every single one in the, in the world is kept in one specific crate on one shelf. <laughs> and so every <laughs> single one of them is destroyed at the same time. I'm like, that is pathetic. It also doomsday shelf. Use them before then to stop the villain. Any that's the problem with time travel. Anytime they introduce time travel in like oh, any it's a mess. movie or TV show, there's no way to justify it completely. It's a mess. There's only been a few time travel movies I actually enjoyed, and even then they still have like glaring potholes. You can, you can enjoy it, but it's very obvious like, oh, you have to ignore this glaring plot hole. Yeah. Uh, it, it's uh, there's no way around it, but it's still enjoyable. There was one with Ethan Hawke where they like addressed the glaring pothole, like mm. five minutes into the movie. They're like, by the way, there's going to be this glaring pothole, and then just kind of rolled with it. And the movie was kind of about the idea of the pothole, and it was actually mm. pretty good. It was like a chicken or the egg kind of thing, okay, beforehand where it goes. The movie go, plays in a complete loop. And I think mm. that's one of the better. That's actually a pretty good for. As long as it's a closed loop, that can kind of make sense. Called? What was that? You might actually like that one. It was Ethan Hawke, time it's travel. Hawk but time dude, travel. it was fucking predestination. You'll like that one. 2014. It's good. But mm -hmm. dude, for plot holes, I can look past some. But the Harry Potter series is like every couple of minutes, they're throwing <laughs> one at you. And it's like, oh my god, this is just, this is too much at this fucking point. And it's, oh, what's the name of that little fucker? He dies in the last one. 
You're talking about Dobby, the house elf? Dobby, the little fucking slave, oh, I, dude. The house I, slave. I love that. <laughs> I love that. The house like, slave. His voice. Right, I'll just go like, oh. I'm like, oh, you've... Because um, our dog's name is Buddy. I'm like, oh, you've given Buddy a treat. Buddy is a free puppy. He's <laughs> <laughs> a free puppy. Yeah, it, dude, they fucking... Kids. They just let that thing die. They yeah. they let him die. And it was like this... supposed to be this big thing. Where he's like, oh, Dobby did good. Like, he gave his life for the cause. But it's like, throughout the movie, they've introduced, like, numerous different ways that his death could have been prevented. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys are just standing around letting this happen right now? No one's going to save him? That's you guys the, hate the, him. The number of, like, inconvenience or what convenience spells, where it's like, oh, man, the door's locked. And uh, I forget what the spell, but they just unlock it with a spell. And then it's like later yeah. on, it's like, there's like, oh, this is locked. Well, they put a charm on it so we can't get through. It's like, well, how did they undo? Just undo it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's this like Take the fucking bolt cutters to it then, Harry. Way. Holy shit. Yeah. It, it, it's always like some contrivance as to why this does or doesn't work. Yeah. It's, it's like it's fucking dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and the author's a fucking cunt, too. Yeah. She's like way, she's like way into She's like an anti-trans woman or something. Like she's a yeah. What do they call that? Being a turf. Yeah, turf. Yeah, th- that's she, an interesting she, thing. She keeps doubling down on it too, which doesn't help. Like, I, you're, you're everyone's entitled to their opinion. I just don't understand why she's actively like campaigning against it. It's like, what do you? Care I actually about? respect that more. I, I just don't if understand why she cares. If you're gonna be going one way or another saying craziness you can't go back on it you have to double down yeah fair enough you have yeah. to double down you have I to just you just have why to she's bring it up to begin with even if you know it in your heart of hearts i'm wrong <laughs> what i've been saying is wrong you're a couple yeah. years into this lie at this point you have to go with it the old george <laughs> costanza it's just you're committed at that point yeah you know i think too, she's she's a bad writer but also she's the way she's retroactively tried to like change things is hilarious. Where she's like, "Uh, Dumbledore's gay now." It's like, "What? What?" <laughs> what? And then, then she tried to say like, oh, "What's uh, Hermione, the main girl, like in the books and the movies?" Uh, she's like, "She's actually black." And it's like, "No, you've described her as being like a ginger girl in the books." And she's like, "Well, it doesn't mean she's not black." It's like, they do have black gingers. But she's like a pasty white Irish girl who's a ginger. I'm okay with that change, dude. I'd way rather them have an ebony mama in there than that fucking flat-chested, boyish you girl can, thing they have. You can what, put what everyone in there, but you can't describe her as something and then say, well, actually, that's not how it is. It's like, but you already made that the case. Like, you can't say he wore a green shirt and then after the fact... After you I don't know. I kind of look at it the same way I look at my NFL street team. Every now and then I go, you know what? I kind of want my lineman to just look a little different. I'll change his name, his skin tone, put him in a different <laughs> outfit. You know, he was a fat white guy 10 minutes ago. Now he's a jack black guy <laughs> with an afro. You know, it's kind of the same idea. I just got a little sick of, eh, you know, I, uh, Hermione, she's, she's a thick Latina now. Yeah. I, I'm on I- for it. If you're starting from scratch, that's fine. You can't. Way better, I, I think it's weird. Like if you change Harry Potter in the movies to a black guy halfway through the series, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. 
No, dude. I if anything, I want the whole <laughs> cast to be redone. I want Harry Potter. Well, they're gonna to be a that. black woman. I want that. Ron. It's she's gonna be Harina. Harina Potter instead, dude. And her buddy. <laughs> What's what would Ron? I guess Ron what is androgynous. Ron can just be. I want it all redone, dude. And I want him to kind of look. Do you remember that show with the lady spies when they would wear jumpsuits? Harriet. The Harriet. I was trying to. Harriet. Harriet is could, definitely like, the what, black what the woman name of Harry. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I want to. I want it to be casted kind of like that show, with the. You know what I'm talking about with the spies? It was like the three lady spies. They had like a ginge. Oh, one was in uh, yellow. Angels, whatever it's called. Totally uh, spies. Oh, okay, to- it's not. Totally spies, I believe, is what it's called. Give that a. Quick oh, you talking about that cartoon on Cartoon Network like yes. years ago? That's I know, how I, I kind of want it. That's how I want the Harry Potter recasting to be. Totally spies, yes. <laughs> Well, except for, you know, we've got enough white blonde women. We can do away with her. Instead of a white blonde, we're going to have Meg the Stallion fit in there. <laughs> She's going to be the main one. And we'll keep it red. I bet Meg looks good in red. So we'll keep <laughs> Imagine how much better Harry Potter would have been with Meg the Stallion <laughs> as the lead just role. Just black women. <laughs> Dude. I would have, I would probably would have actually liked it. If they had Meg the Stallion as the lead role instead of fucking Daniel Radcliffe, Daniel Radcliffe's been in like two good movies ever. Come on now. Uh, well, I got part of the name for the episode. It's Harriet Potter and the Sassy Black Women. <laughs> yeah, and the sassy fucking corner store. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the God. villain shows up and she's like, oh no, you didn't. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> It goes really over the edge where it's like, this is too much. Yeah. God, I'd be, that'd be so much better. I've uh, never even seen, well, I've only seen a couple of the Harry Potters. I kind of skipped the, around. Like, HBO is making like a TV series out of it. So like every season is like one of the books. I have kind of a little piece of me has wanted to just sit down and watch them one day. But I also another series that I haven't seen all of start to finish that is more a little up my alley um mission impossible i've seen a number of those i haven't seen all of them that's a little more up my alley dude like play us play the same song tom cruise yeah yeah i mean shit because they kind of are i mean the better the special effects and budget can get the better those will be because it's just like it's like a stunt movie you know yeah I love a good stunt movie, dude. I love Triple X, Fast and the Furious. I love a good stunt movie series. That's why I'm like, why have I never got into Mission Impossible? I feel like I've missed out. Great, keeps upping it every time. Like it's one of these. Shtick is up in the stunt every time. I feel like I've just been watching Fast and the Furious and Triple X, which is only a couple of those. And the, I don't know. They are, there's. It was Vin Diesel, and then didn't Ice Cube do one or something? Or am I yes, he did. Someone? Vin Diesel okay. did two, and Ice Cube did one in the middle. Because Vin Diesel made one, then Ice Cube, and then Vin Diesel made another. Years I hope later. they tried to pretend it's the same guy every each time. No, that'd be sick. It's supposed to be like some 
organization or something. I can barely remember. You just have to give him like a, a non, you have to give him like a generic thing, like J. Then you wouldn't have to worry about who <laughs> plays him. Because you could see a white guy being named Jay and a black guy being named Jay. Oh, yeah, dude. Jay, it could be literally anybody. Exactly. Jay. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> what yeah, a great name. Just Jay. Anything, anything lately. We watched, we finished, we rewatched Game of Thrones, and it was just <laughs> as disappointing as the first time. Uh, I've been watching old seasons of Big Brother, showing my girlfriend some of those. Dude, you ever <laughs> watch Big Brother? I've seen, I've watched one season of my girlfriend. I told her I'd watch it with her. I hate, yeah. like, I hate oh, those dude. types of shows. Though. The, you have to watch the right season. Like, I, I, I watched a bunch of them when I was younger with my grandma. So there's a season with a guy called Evil Dick. And Evil Dick literally was trying to lose. And I'll just tell you the whole rundown. So the premise of the season is every season they bring in, like, 12 to 18 people. And... Every week you vote one of them out. Well, this season, four of the house guests, they would bring in somebody that they knew after they got done. So they brought in this one guy's ex-boyfriend. So it was like this ex-gay couple. They brought in uh, this girl's ex-best friend she had a falling out with. Um, There was another one. I can't remember, like a guy's ex-wife or something. And then one of them was this girl stopped talking to her father for a couple of years and they brought her dad on and her dad was evil dick and my god did he live up to his name dude he has got he was like 50 and he comes in with red his hair dyed red and black he was always wearing like bowling shirts and he had chains on all his pants he looked like shit dude he had a skinny fat body tatted the fuck up he brought he had to bring like i think he brought like 10 or 12 cartons of cigarettes for this 3 month endeavor dude he's just chain smoking the entire time he looks like well, a chain smoker <laughs> there's numerous times so there's a point where him and his daughter both get put on the block the same week and you get vote to get voted out two people get put on the block and then you play so they put two people up each week then you play mm-hmm. a competition called the power of veto if you win the veto you can take yourself off the block and then whoever won at the beginning of the week gets to put somebody else up instead. Well, before the competition goes, him and his daughter are both on the block. And he goes, don't worry, you're not going home. I'm going to make everyone in this fucking house hate me so bad that they want me gone, no matter what. <laughs> they want, they're want they going to fucking want me out of here. It doesn't even matter if you who wins the veto. They're going to want me gone. And next, for the rest of that episode and that week was some of the, my favorite reality TV of all time. He starts ripping into these people on a personal level. Just they're just be <laughs> sitting there eating breakfast. And this one girl's name is Jamika. And she's like super religious. And he's like, Oh, it's Jamika, Jamika with her imaginary friend. Go pray to your imaginary friend, Jamika. Go pray to him. You're going to go tell your imaginary friend I was yelling at you, huh? See if he's going to help. Pray to God. Get him to stop. And she's like, you're a fucking bastard. You shut your fucking mouth. He goes, oh, God's going to love to hear that. He loves hearing that out of your mouth. Just breaking people down. This one lady, she used to be a drug addict. And she overdosed. And she was a single mom, ex-drug addict. And... At one point, she lied. She told another house guest that she lied to her boyfriend that she was pregnant so that he would come back to being with her. 
and they're still together now, even though he lied, she lied to him, and he knows that she lied to him now because obviously she didn't have the baby. And he goes, mm-hmm. the one girl says, I stand up for him. He goes, what? Why would you even stand up for? Her? You're literally the lowest of the low, white trash. God, and I can only imagine your fucking boyfriend. What a sour, sad sap he is to be stuck with you. Why do him about being pregnant? You disgusting bitch. And he's still with you. God, what an absolute loser he must be. Just going off on everyone in the house. He literally got this one lady so riled up. Literally, the competition is about to start. And he goes, yeah, Michelle, you're a fucking lying bitch. Everyone knows you're a fucking lying bitch, too. And the competition was like, who can hold on to this thing the longest? Like, and basically balance on this thing. He had this lady so shook, she immediately fell off. He fucking got in all of their heads so bad. None of them could stand on this fucking platform at all. They're just shaking. And he ended up winning and taking his daughter off the block. Didn't even take himself off. He's going, eh, fuck it. I'll take her off. They're going to want me gone either way. They put somebody else on and end up, they go, they all go, all right, you know what? We all know we can get rid of Dick at any point at this point because we all fucking hate him. So somebody will get rid of him sooner or later. And they voted out the other guy. Well, a couple more weeks pass. Dick's daughter wins HOH, doesn't put him up. He wins a couple times. We're down to the last three people now. And it comes down to Dick, his daughter, and this big fucking oaf. And Dick ends up winning the last competition to get the other guy out of there. And his daughter and him are sitting there final two now with the last two the people who got voted out vote on who they think should win and they're getting up there on the microphone and they're going dick you're the biggest piece of shit i ever met in my life i fucking hate you so much i don't think anyone on this earth is a worse fucking human than you just cut them down they all get up there one after another you're a piece of shit you go after people personally you deserve to rot in hell they start counting up the votes they all voted for him to win. Dick walks out of there with a half a million fucking dollars, dude. It was so fucking good. That season is worth fucking watching right there. Just watching these people. He literally broke everybody down so bad to the point where he won. He just mentally abused everyone in there to where he beat them at the game. <laughs> it's It was great. It was for the history books, dude. The story of Evil Dick. I fucking yes. yeah. <laughs> he ended up getting yeah. HIV a couple of years ago. <laughs> so <laughs> didn't end that well for him. <laughs> he to be fair, he looks like a guy that would that would happen to. He looks like Charlie Sheen's buddy. He oh dude, like and there's Charlie a part Sheen's where buddy that Charlie Sheen doesn't really care enough about to help him out. Throughout the show too, it'll he'll show him like hanging out outside, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm friends with," and he's just name dropping celebrities. I'm friends with the guy from Guns and Roses. I'm friend with a guy from ACDC, Rush, all this shit. You're thinking, "Oh, he's just a liar, whatever." You can't believe him. Well, they do one episode just randomly. They cut a part in there where they go and interview people in his hometown, and they get some of the people he was name dropping. To interview, like they get, you know, they get like fucking Stevie Ray Vaughan or I don't know, I don't know, famous singers, but they get like the guy from Aerosmith, uh, whatever his name is, Steven Tyler, and all these like A list celebrities are like, oh yeah, Dick, I love Dick, he's the man, 
Yeah, him and I go hanging out all the time. Here's a picture. I have a picture of him, and it's like dick on this guy's like fucking Hummer with him or on a golf course with these fucking uber celebrities. And I'm like, holy shit, dude. He wasn't lying. He was in he Pirates wasn't of the lying. Caribbean. He was in Pirates of the Caribbean? He was a stand-in for Keith Richards in the 2000 motion pic- 2007 motion picture of Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. He looks like a fucking pirate, dude. He does. He looked like a pirate. He was the man, though, dude. Evil Dick. He's one of my favorites. There's a few pieces of like early 2000s reality TV that are absolute gold and still hold up and are almost better than what because you can't put shit like that on TV anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't you can't say the shit they were doing. They were saying homophobic shit, all types of craziness on there. <laughs> One lady on there was literally just outwardly homophobic. She's like, I do not agree with their gay lifestyle and I'm going to try to get them out of this house. Like and stuff just out and uh Flavor of Love. Have you ever watched Flavor of Love? I want to cut in one more thing about Dick Donato here. Evil Dick real quick. He told People Magazine he does not know how he contracted HIV, but he suspects that it happened during unprotected sex with a stripper in Las Vegas after a long night of drinking. <laughs> yeah, that'd be one way to get it. Uh, I know what Flavor of Love is, yeah. Dude, have so you've watched Flavor of Love? I've seen bits and pieces. Dude, season one, Flavor of Love is some of the, not just reality TV, it's some of the best entertainment that exists. And I'm not even exaggerating. Dude, Flavor is such, I don't, I, I don't know if he was out of money or something and was like, I need to make this show. Like what his real reasoning, or if he was like, I just want to have sex with some of these they're, none of them are hot at all on there. They're all busted, ratchet, terrible women on there. And, dude, Flavor of Love season one, sometimes they, like, earn a date. You make, oh, you get to, you, you get one of, one-on-one date with Flav. And there's this one where he's taking this girl and they're drinking. And uh, they're talking for a while. And he's like, well, what do you think, baby? You want to go back to my room? And she just immediately downs a double shot of fucking Hennessy or Crown or whatever she was drinking and just goes, ah, all right, let's do this. <laughs> it was like, damn, dude. She just fucking slammed one down to go suck Flav's decrepit little weird. Because he was like in his 50s when he was doing that show. This is decrepit weird dick, dude. And they all act like they actually love him. And they get so mad at some of the other girls who are like, they're not actually here for Flav. They're here for themselves. They're not here for Flav's love. There's twins in season two. And he gives them all nicknames, too, because, of course, he's not going to remember their names. And they all have the worst nicknames ever, where he'll be like, I'm going to call you New York. You remind me of New York. I'm going to call you Apples, because I like them apples. Yeah, boy. He's fucking they get him a fake mansion they get him a mansion and they put like dinosaurs out front of it and shit and he's like this is my house this is my house well of course one of the girls lets it leak like this is not his house the show rented him this house and he's like (laughs) oh this ain't mine this house ain't mine this and he starts like pulling cash out of his pocket he's like this ain't mine this cash ain't mine oh this is mine while i'm here this is mine this is flaves this is flaves while he here this is Flav. This house not look real to you? And it's like, 
Flavor, you do not own this house. They literally e rented this for you for the fucking duration of the show. It is so good, though. The Flavor of Love, season one, even season two a little bit. That's up there for top tier holiday entertainment. Like It's up there with Ultimate Fighter season one, Big Brother seven or eight, whatever one had Evil Dick. You know, there's some there's some good shit in there. I just don't know. Like, I've always had a really hard time getting into like uh, reality TV. I oh, I for whatever reason, I'm just like, man, I just I hate it because I hate everyone involved, and I'm just like, these people annoy me. That's you know, why so. I love it, dude. Because I hate it, and I love to see the train wreck that is their lives and see. Ah, uh, yeah, I am better than that person, you know. Oh God, he's got eight One... kids too. Flavor Flav. Oof. Oh fuck, fuck yeah, bud. Yeah, yeah, I think he says that on the show all the time too. I got eight kids. There's um one that you oh, might like. You ever did? Did you ever get oh, into the no. Ultimate Fighter? Ultimate Fight. Oh, I've seen season or two of that. The the first season, the first like five seasons of the Ultimate Fighter were kind of like this. But the first season of Ultimate Fighter, they really had no idea what they were doing. And there's like Hall of Famers on there, like Diego Sanchez. Forrest Griffin, Chris Lieben. There's Hall of Fame MMA fighters on that season. Um, but there was no one was getting paid. Their sport was literally like the Leatherhead football era. And it's kind of like Flavor of Love where you get a bunch of brain-damaged maniacs and put them <laughs> together in a house and give them as much liquor as they can drink. Because these guys were just getting shit-can wasted. Weren't allowed to watch TV. Weren't allowed to use the phone. Just all they can do is train, eat, and fucking get wasted. And my fuck, dude. I one, one episode, this one guy goes berserk. He starts ripping the door apart while someone's in there sleeping. And the guy, like, recounts it. He's like, yeah, I was half drunk myself. And then Chris started ripping my door apart. I didn't know what the fuck to do. He just started ripping my door apart. I'm like, dude, that's my door. And there is, they say there's one thing you don't want to be, and that's a door on the Ultimate Fighter because there's the doors on get just absolutely destroyed. They don't care if you ruin the house or anything; you don't get in trouble. So all the time, <laughs> these guys are just, just literally destroying. One guy, while he's walking out to the cage to do his thing, he puts his foot right through the door and snaps it in half. There's one. If you look up Rampage Jackson Ultimate Fighter door, you could probably find a GIF of it. One of his fighters like lost or he didn't like what they were doing in practice. He starts getting mad. And on his way out, he literally rips this door apart as if it looks like it's made out of paper. If you look this up, just to add extra it's effect of how upset he is. <laughs> what? It's an autocomplete option on Google. When I type yeah, Rampage Jackson Ultimate and it goes, oh, there, door. Oh, there you go. Yeah, the fighter door. They know what you want, dude. He just starts ripping the store apart as oh, if it's made out of nothing. Okay, here we go. Yeah, watch how he does it, dude. Effortlessly. He effortlessly just rips this door to shreds. Cutting to and from it. I wish I had just a straight video of it. Yeah, literally. We need just a straight video. He just walks up to it and just... I sent the original. Just rips the fucking door apart. Oh, if I think if you ignore that link I just sent, use the bottom one now. This one looks like it's just a. It says HD. I mean, I've seen. This is not HD. Yeah, it's 720p is what they mean by HD. 
That was this HD back then. 22. Oh my god, what in the world? This is not even close to That's HD. But you get the point. Like and they have who oh, would put an ad on this? Yeah. Yeah. But he absolutely rips the store apart as if it's paper. And <laughs> That's just that was this was towards the tail end of when the show was still good at this point. This is one of the later seasons. But my God, dude, they would literally just be people with CTE getting absolutely blackout wasted and then fighting each other for real. Yeah. For real. They would just get blackout wasted and fight each other for they'd actually fight. Where it would be like, you know what? He can fucking run his mouth all he wants because we're fighting Thursday. And they'd get out there and just there's one where they kept calling out the same guy. I don't know why they kept calling out. In the first couple seasons, it would go by call-outs. Like, if your team won the competition, they got to pick who they were going to fight. And the later seasons, it just goes, like, once one guy wins, he goes on to the next round. Well, they just continue... Yeah, exactly. They continuously called out Diego Sanchez, where he ended up having to fight, like, five times. But on the second time they called him out, second or third time, he went out there... He takes the guy down, who and this guy was not on his level at all. And he starts, back in the day, they used to let you ground and pound the fuck out of your opponent before they stopped it. <laughs> now, if you go like 20 seconds without defending yourself, they'll stop the fight, if that long. And he starts ground and pounding this guy. This guy is literally trying to give up his neck so that Diego will just submit him and it'll be over. And Diego <laughs> ground and pounded this guy for like two minutes straight just to literally be like, stop picking me to fight or this is what's going to fucking happen to anybody who picks me and he got his point across pretty well after that because I don't think they picked him again until they had to fight him and he ended up winning the whole thing but it's, uh, it was great dude I love the ultimate fighter they're making a new season with nowadays it's not as good because the people kind of understand the opportunity that's in front of them because back then mm-hmm. the UFC was literally going bankrupt the first couple seasons Okay. Now it'll be guys. They don't drink or anything. It'll literally be a guy in a corner eating like rice, kimchi, and like ninety-three-seven beef. And he's like, "Yeah, my weight is on point. My mind is on point. I've read um, the Five Rings three times since I've been here, and I've read Be Here Now four times since I've been here. I'm ready to kill." And that'll be like it. they're just like monk. They go like full monk mode. While we're in there, there's barely any drama. And See, I, f- uh, I feel like that's the problem I have with these reality TV shows is they all in all of them, they know it's like an opportunity f- for them to like get people's attention so that they can have future career opportunities in like TV or media or whatever. They just want attention to try and get themselves in front of an audience and then couple that in with the obviously manufactured drama. I'm just I don't know that that's what takes me out of it where I'm like, I know this isn't real. That's why I think I like the older ones because it was before the people kind of knew like nowadays you go on the bachelor, you're guaranteed to get a hundred thousand followers, you know, if just for being a contestant, but back then, you know, you didn't have shit like that. So people Mm -hmm. actually got on there and just made fools of themselves thinking, Oh, this will, this will air. And that's it. You know, you're not going to be able to go back on Paramount plus and pull it up in 10 minutes, 20 years. They weren't thinking like that. They didn't know Instagram Mm -hmm. and shit was going to be a thing. So they're Probably doing it for, yeah. I felt like it was a lot more genuine back then. Yeah. Like you said, like now but, it's like they go on it to promote their TikTok, essentially. Yeah. Just, I can tell a fake reality show quick nowadays, though. 
like when the one's real or one's fake, I can quickly be like, oh, yeah, that's a scripted one. Oh, yeah, no, that one's this one's real. That's pretty easy to at least for me, because the amount I've watched, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I don't know. Anywho, Too anything fair. happened in the world besides fucking reality I say, TV? Like, I, I don't have a, a ton of time to watch a lot of shows. So when I do, I don't want to waste it on something I'm only half interested in. Yeah, I shouldn't spend as much time watching them, but I do. <laughs> I should spend more time making my own podcasts, but said so I've wasted <laughs> it watching to the 2007 rendition of a wanna, reality competition show. Down that we didn't get to, which was Wings of Redemption and Boogie. Oh, dude. Dude, but that would be a pay-per-view I'd actually pay for. Yeah, yeah, we but we that talked would. about this off oh, off show text, dude. where it's just like, yeah, I'd pay for that. I'd actually. God, I want that so bad. I want it so bad. I don't even put that out there, dude. Let me put that energy out there. I'm gonna say it is gonna happen, just to try to just bend the will of the universe a little. Like, come (laughs) on, nothing I want to happen ever happens. Come on, please, please. Let Boogie and Wings fight each other, please. I want that so bad. You don't. Oh my god. I don't know how Wings is, and Boogie. I know. I don't know him as well. Like I haven't followed him as much, but like Wings Redemption in particular, where it's just like they when they did that survival trip, where it's like this guy's a pussy. He's not gonna go. You know, real men go out in the woods and do this. Real men, you know, put their lives in the line to do this, and then doesn't even let them know he's not coming. Last minute, where are you? Yeah, I'm not gonna do it. (laughs) God. I can absolutely see him signing paperwork saying he'll do it and then not going. They'll sue him if he does that. Oh, I know. I, I'm I am fully aware of that. I don't think he realizes the severity of what that would do. I think I think that man is more afraid of litigation than anything else. I think if they have the ability to threaten litigation on him, he'll go through with it at that point. Very unwilling to and unwillingly and hate every fucking second of it. But God, if he would just do it. If he would just do it, the fucking change he would actually make after that. I know at this point it's too late. There's no fixing that mental fuck up that he is. But God, if he just committed and just actually trained boxing for months and got out there and put got a finish on Boogie in front of an a roaring crowd, it would change his life. Yeah. The momentum, dude. Just the momentum of that. I feel like How no one... How many times one... has he had momentum and just squandered it because he's a big, fat, lazy That's fucking... That's so <laughs> much, though, dude. I feel, like, I feel like that much momentum... Fuck, dude. That's so much momentum to just... It is different. I mean, he did the boot camp. That had to have been a bunch of momentum. And then he got hung up on, oh, I didn't lose weight for a couple of days because I haven't been following through on what I should be doing. Yeah, that was a ton of momentum for him. And he threw that in the trash. Surgery was a ton of momentum for him. They threw that right in the trash. I just feel like if you've really committed and put months into training and got a finish. You know he won't, though. That's not how he is. (sighs) Fucking lazy as shit. I know. I feel bad when I don't finish website updates I've been promising for months because I've been taking care of sick family members in the hospital and I still feel bad that I haven't had a bunch of free time. This guy has nothing but free time. And can't do anything that benefit his life. Anything. Can't do anything <laughs> at all. God, dude. Fuck. 
Oh my God. Whenever I feel down about oh. myself, I go back and I re-listen to, I think it's Painkiller Ready episode 172 when they're at their, when he's at uh, Kyle's and oh, the, shit. they're sitting there just laying into him, telling him like, this like, is your moment. Cool. Like, just eat the fucking yogurt. Yeah. You know? I listen to that and it makes me feel better about myself. Because it's like, oh, there's no, there's no scenario in which I'm this pathetic. Yeah, if you go back from like episode 150 to about, yeah, like one, I think it was like 84 was like his last episode. Oh my, I don't know. If exactly. you watch anywhere yeah. from the decline era, it's just mm-hmm. him being such a sad down sap on himself that you can just really make yourself feel better about yourself over. It's It really is embarrassing. Like, it's him not, he literally couldn't show up to do the podcast. I couldn't fix my sleep schedule because I was up late last week doing the podcast. It's like you couldn't you couldn't stay up till midnight one night a week and then fix your sleep schedule over the following week. Like, God. What the fuck? Like, Dude, I don't know so- if like literally and that was for like money too. Sure. He was he was getting like what was it, like 250 bucks an episode. Still, though, dude, that's like 70 dollars an hour. I think is what they were getting was like two fifty an app, just to show up for a couple hours a week, well, get an extra thousand bucks a month. They like, were doing dude. like promos. You you could pay to uh, have a promos a promotional spot on the show. I think they said at one point that they were making like that they were splitting it like two fifty each back then. That would make sense. The, I think it was yeah, fifteen hundred dollars per spot. I'm to get to come. Uh, how many ways they split that? Maybe three, and then maybe with Chiz would be four. Yeah, I don't even think Chiz was around back then. They had uh, Lefty, Woody, oh, Heather, as well. Heather, uh, Heather. oh, that kind of like the manager. Yeah, so it's probably <laughs> Lefty, Heather, Woody, Kyle, Wings. So probably three hundred a piece. Three, yeah, three. Even still, if I got paid three hundred dollars to show up to this show, I'd show up. Yeah, like, if I uh, like. If, like, imagine being, like, a grown-ass man and being like, oh, I can't stay up past 10 o'clock one night a week. I would do it for 50 bucks a week. I think I would do PKA for yeah. 50 bucks a week. I think. How many times have we done recordings here where we're on for, like, four hours? It's, yeah. like, midnight. I haven't made a dime for this. No. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't paid yeah. a dime. God. I'll send, I'll send you a dollar on uh, PayPal. Make you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, even have a PayPal. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Nothing then. I had one back in the day for... It got shut down because cause it was like... I was using it for like gambling websites only. <laughs> Didn't even try to like hide anything else in there. And I was like, dude, you're obviously doing... This was back when there it was super illegal in the U.S. to do... Or in most states to do uh, sports betting. Like 2015. <laughs> so... uh they're like, dude. Obviously, these fucking betonline.ag. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna prevent <laughs> these transactions. But <laughs> yeah, just going, going back to Wings. It's like this guy's had so many opportunities to fix his life and get everything on track, and he just repeatedly fucks it up. I mean, not even just like from on like a physical side. Like he had a at one point, he was one of the more successful YouTubers, Literally. and then just refused to put any effort into it. Yeah, like half a million subs. Treated people like shit, so he lost all of his connections. And it's just like, God, this guy's 
so fucking dense. Just the worst. Literally made the worst career moves ever. <laughs> it's literally like, God. all right, do you want the, it's like somebody, like a genie offering him an opportunity. Like, you can either go down the path surrounded by happiness and money, or you can talk shit and ruin your life. Yeah. Man, or you can I'll talk happy. shit and ruin my life. <laughs> God. Or you can blame everyone else but yourself. Yeah. What's more? Like, well, yeah. option A, you can accept responsibility and change your life for the better. And there's money, happiness, and a longer life down that one. Or you can continue to blame everyone else. And you'll die in 15 years. Responsibility. <laughs> yeah, it, it just, I've never seen someone continuously make the worst possible decision over and over and over again. Yeah. And then say... No, it's because of everyone else. Yeah, it's everyone else's fault. God, if it isn't the... What is the the comment everyone says? God, if it isn't the the repercussions of my own actions. (laughs) God, if it isn't the consequences of my own actions. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like like that trying to go... Like the fact that he's so caught up, like he truly thinks so highly of himself as well, like uh, from a gaming perspective, where he's like, talking shit and it's just like like when he did the 1v1 with syndicate lost then they were going to do the rematch and he went behind his back it's like yeah. he's like throw this one I'll give you some of the winning money it's like why would he take that offer he yeah. can clearly beat you why would he take a pay cut and make himself look bad at the same time because it was offered like 1500 to do it or somebody was going to pay him pay them 1500 and he was like alright this is how we'll do it I'll take twelve hundred. You take yeah. three hundred, and you let me win. And I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck are you talking about, dude? This is yeah, this doesn't even make so sense." Stupid. Uh, that is just like that talking about how it was on like the U.S. StarCraft team in Korea. Oh my god, <laughs> that is just. There is that, and then he, he went about everything. Just height, flying works or passports. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he said, said yeah, he was FPS Russia. Korea. Do you remember? Oh that? hell yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally, there's um, a recording of that. There's someone like, well, I was an I am SPS Russia. Well, he was talking. He's he was like, yeah, you know, I, he was talking shit to somebody on like Xbox Live chat. He's like, I've got like this many subs on Wings of Redemption. I've got this many subs yes, on FPS Russia. That's Rocha. what it was. And it's like, what? <laughs> Dude, I miss the good old xbox voice message you could send people yeah. to talk shit i heard this one the other day dude this was a gem oh i was about to play it to the mic if it didn't play this <laughs> fucking ad god come on how do you have an ad on a, this is a 40 second ad on a 15 fucking second video <laughs> kidding me dude this is retarded here we go okay He poorly plays the song incorrectly. I've heard that one before as well. That's the best part. That's such a legendary. Yeah, it's got yeah. 20 million views on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> it's God, I used to love those so much. Dude, I would get people so mad. The last time I ever got any messages was during when Red Dead Redemption 2 Online just came out. 
this guy, I was just following him around, shooting him on his horse repeatedly, just laughing my ass off, torturing this guy, wondering why is he not leaving this game? And he sent me this long message like, you need to fucking respect your elders. I'm 72 years or I'm 70 years old and I lived through this. I lived through that. I wasn't born in this year just to be treated like shit by a child online. I've got it somewhere. I could probably I could find it on there. And I was like, holy fuck, dude, this guy, he, he's so old. He doesn't even know just to leave the lobby and join into a different one. It's like you've ruined the gaming experience of a veteran, of an elder, of whatever. Just made it so much more worth it that I wasted my time following this guy around for an hour and a half shooting him. Oh, God. Dude, I I miss those days. I miss playing like Call of Duty back when it didn't drop the lobby after every game. Because you could sit there, talk shit, go into the next round, talk some more shit, just keep ruining their night. It was so much fun. And it's like you the don't you thing. don't want to be the guy that backs out either because it's like oh I I lost in the game and overall like I've yeah. I've been embarrassed mentally and physically yeah, yeah. there's a, the closest thing that I've seen to anything like that now is uh, my girlfriend just started streaming the other day and she did GTA Online and oh awesome. my fucking That's god really cool dude it is so funny the second they hear a girl's voice on there. They all come driving and honking the horn. Oh, come get in my car. Come get in my car. Boop, 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 boop. Get in my car. This one guy sent her a bunch of messages. Was like, can I get your number? Can I get your snap? Can I Snapchat you? Can I get your Instagram? And just continuously sent her invites to a party over and over and over again. Trying to get her to join. It was like, holy fuck, dude. This is, this is so good. This has I... rejuvenated my lack of faith in the gaming community i was starting to think they turned a corner oh god how i was wrong this is we gotta utilize this to make money we gotta be like yeah you know what hit me up this is the snapchat and uh this you know if you give me a couple bucks i'll send you some other pics and just make it all ai just use an ai voice ai god dude i didn't even think about getting their snaps and having a fake snap and trying to get them to send money. This is this is something I considered with the AI. This is like, a money glitch. Now. I could. It would be so easy to make like a fake OnlyFans and just rack in the money. God I'm just too damn! Easy to do it, <laughs> dude. I should. I should have been had my girlfriend scamming these people online on Xbox. I didn't even think of this. Yeah. God, I'm, I'm full of good ideas. I'm giving you podcast name ideas. Probably don't even have to scam them that hard. Just be like, oh, I can't talk that well. My, I can't hear you when you, I can only talk. I can't hear you. I need a new mic. You got to send me money. I'd love the new Astro A40s. Now they sent you 200 bucks. <laughs> Fucking A. I didn't even. God damn it. Dude. Yeah, dude, I'm definitely going to use that name. And when I, if I, if and when I ever get around to making the MMA podcast, mm-hmm. I was like, joint walk. I thought that was so a good one. Perfect. I was very proud of that. So fucking perfect, dude. I read that one. I even said it out loud. What too? I was like, joint walk. That's it right yeah. there, dude. That's perfect. It's a that's pun. so good. It's I feel like both topics. I feel like that's a good idea for a show, dude. Me just get blaze and be like, all right. So this week's parlay because my gambling actually is like my. I'm actually really good at it to the point where now I think I could give people picks 
and it not be like, you fucking lost me a bunch of money. Cause I've, I'm like thousands of thousands of dollars up over time at this point. <laughs> and, um, I've only missed one parlay this whole year in MMA, and I missed it by seven seconds. It was an over-under. I had the under one and a half rounds, and uh, or over one and a half rounds. I thought it was this one fight. It was 125 pounders to go over one and a half rounds, and it was seven seconds left to that, and the guy, he got choked out. <laughs> and it, as he was in the choke, and the countdown was going down, and like, 15 20 seconds left i was like fight the hands fight the hands what are you doing no 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 because he he went out cold he didn't even tap the guy went out Uh, he blacked out before he tapped out and i was like no no and that's the only parlay i've missed this whole year was by seven seconds and i'm like i think i actually could do this as a show and get somewhat of a following Cause there's a lot of good gambling podcasts. I feel like if I got like a hundred viewers, I could get on their shows and grow it from there. Yeah. It'd be pretty good. I, I, it's actually something I know a ton about, so I wouldn't have to fake it like I would at, mm. you know, being funny <laughs> or anything <laughs> else. Knowing about literally anything else. How, who, who would you bet on wings versus boogie? Oh, wing It's all yeah. day. He's too. a lot younger. He's, he's so much he younger. Have horrible medical conditions for the most part. One guy know. has cancer. <laughs> Boogie has cancer, dude. I'm betting against the guy that has cancer <laughs> every time. I'm, I'm One guy's the guy ten years like, older. I was gonna say he's markedly older. <laughs> One guy's ten years older and has cancer. That's, that's like fifty years in fat people years. Literally. <laughs> It's already, if you're fighting somebody who's over 10 years older than you, you already have a 65% chance of beating them just on that odds alone. Let alone being in tremendously better shape health-wise. I'm like, I feel like Boogie, that video of him throw, hitting the bag, that Wings oh, had terrible. an absolute legendary quote on that said, if this video went 10 more seconds, that bag was going to knock you out. Yeah, <laughs> was so good that the way he was throwing those punches had such a it was slapping it to an extent. I've never it's there was so far away from what a punch is supposed to look like <laughs> the what he was doing there, like literally not a single part of that motion was correct at all down from the way he was standing to what he was doing with his shoulders, elbows, wrists, knees, ankles, everything. Everything in that video was incorrect from what he was doing that I was like, oh my God, Wings can at least throw a punch. Like this guy cannot even throw a punch. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, Boogie cannot throw a punch. He actually cannot even... Yeah. Like Wings, if he just jabbed for one round, Boogie's quitting on the stool in between the mm-hmm. rounds. You know, he's not going to round two. He's going to sit down on that stool was, and go, I'm done, fight, I'm done. I was going to say, even if they do, if they actually do fight, one of them is going to quit as quickly as possible. The second it hits the stools after a round, Boogie is done. He's done after that. 
If he makes it through one round, it's that's it. He's going to sit there and he will not be able to stand back up on his own. <laughs> that's also true. Like, like if he actually sits I, down on the stool, I can't tell you how much I want to see the stool break under one of them. If he actually sits down on the stool, which it'd be stupid for him to do that, because uh, he will not be able to get back up. Because he needs to just stay standing in between the rounds. Because if he sits down, he's they he cannot stand back up. He can't. He just can't. After five minutes of moving, or four minutes of moving, he will not be able to stand back up with having to counter the force of another man mm-hmm. he won't be able to get up I, he just won't i just it's literally he, like it, he just will not there's no way that it goes two rounds no if he if he got up for round two tired. if both, both of them will if be too the tired fight, if the fight happened i and they both stood up for a second round that would shock me more than the fight <laughs> actually happening itself that would shock me more than the fight ever I- even happening. Just because it's like, you know, like I've done combat sports. I know what it feels like to do five minutes of MMA or, bo- like, you know, which is way harder than boxing, For which boxing is very, very, very strenuous and tough. You know, I, I know what it feels like to do four or five minutes of this nonstop. And the first time you do it, you think you're gonna die, even if you go in in shape. Like I've always, say, I've always been in shape. I bet going they, in. I was gonna say I bet that they think, like, oh, like they might hypothetically they set up like a timer for how long a round is, and they're hitting the punching bag and they're like, look, I can go a whole round. They don't understand what it's gonna be like getting hit by somebody else while trying to yeah. do this. And trying to avoid another person, what your heart does when it thinks it's in a danger, it's in danger. And there's somebody right in front of you that you're trying to avoid and hit what, what your heart does the first time that happens. They are grievously underestimating what all (laughs) goes into combat. It's like in what you're, they're going to, they're going to be out of breath just from the first time you make that walk. Just walking to that's, the stage. That's a good point. They're going to be exhausted once they enter the room. Yeah. <laughs> just, and I don't even mean just from them being fat. Mm. Them being fat and having the heart problems and the circulatory problems they have on top of what your heart does the first time you make the walk to compete in a combat sport will have them out of breath. They will be out of breath just walking there. Like that, just it, it just a hundred percent. They'll be out of breath just getting in there, going, and they're gonna go, "Oh shit!" That's when it, the reality will set in when they're fucking. Either when the ref is going over things with them behind stage, or when they're making the walk, reality's gonna hit them quick, and their heart rate's gonna jump up. Literally, they're gonna be over a hundred beats per minute just from that alone, like a hundred and thirty beats per minute, and they're gonna be exhausted. Then after one round of moving around, trying to throw punches, trying to avoid getting hit by punches. Someone is more likely to die of a heart attack than get a knockout. Yes. In this scenario. So, yeah, you know. it, like I said, I don't think it's going to happen. I find it almost impossible. Uh, one, they'd both have to sign the agreement, you know, uh, Wings would have to schedule a flight to get over there. Well, he he probably wouldn't have to do the scheduling, but he'd have to 
get on the, he'd have to get his passport. He'd have to get on the flight to get over there. He'd have to, you know, you know, get to the event. He'd have to go through all of this without getting cold feet, which is just not going to happen. Just not I can even see him going to the event, hearing like people cheering out in the arena or whatever they're doing, and then getting cold feet there, like right as the fight. They'll take his happen. trailer if he does that. Yeah. They'll take his trailer if he does that. They can sue him for if he's and he won't be smart enough to get I think it's called like event insurance. People who have concerts and shit get this because if they miss a show, you know, the venue at this point is liable for the 600 grand they thought they were going to make that day and everything that now they're not going to make because they got to refund tickets and everything. And they already paid people to set up. And so there's there's an insurance for that. I remember my friend had to get that. They used to host uh, wrestling events. Right. Exactly. There's insurance for that. I don't think Wings will be smart enough to even get that. Like anyone oh. will coach him to, hey, you should probably get like performer ins- performers insurance, whatever it is. I don't think he'll even think about that. And he'll be well, sitting no, there going. You're supposed to ban anyone that gives him life advice. <laughs> exactly. dude. He's already got all them banned. If anyone's like, Wings, please trust me. You're going to want this insurance. He's going to be like, I would have thought of that if I needed an idiot and ban your ass. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when you're actually trying to help the dude out. And yeah. he, if he backs out, he's liable for whatever they expected to make from. <laughs> Whatever they expected to make. He'll have no one to blame but everyone else. (laughs) And it's like he's either going to have to come up with. Because, you know, if they're making. If they're paying him 10 grand, that means they expect Mm -hmm. to make 50 grand off him. You know? They're probably going to give him 20% of what they expect for him to actually make. You know, for him to bring in. So. Could be. If they. Which they could easily argue that in court and say, yeah, our projected revenue was this much. And he put it because this isn't the first time they put on these events. They know what they're what they can make, what they're going to make. And if they have them drop out on site like that and it's for no reason, just I don't want to do it and not a medical reason. Yeah, they'll sue him for 50 grand and, you know, he'll be court ordered to pay that and they can take his fucking they can take mama's double wide. Yeah. (laughs) They're going to take Mama's double white at that point from him. Yeah. It, it It's just, he's such an embarrassing person. I don't, I don't such know. I can't get over it. I can't get over like how many opportunities <laughs> he's squandered because he's just so thick headed and he refuses. I'd be a millionaire if I would have followed in similar, like been semi good at Call of Duty. Views, and... Like at the his peak of his Call of Duty career, like on YouTube, I'm golden. I'm a millionaire. Yeah. I'm a millionaire. You put me in the I'm not wasting. Camp. I'm crushing it. You want me to go on I've that gotten... survival trip? I'm the first one there. Especially you want me to show up on time for the podcast Dude, and not complain about making... having to stay up late a week prior? I'm good. When he was making like 10, 15 grand a month, mm-hmm. it was like 2011. Yeah. Housing was so cheap back then. I would have... It bought so much 20, land. So many properties. 20 pay, paid off rentals if I would have been Wings at that era. 
Instead, what is he doing? I, buying trucks, trading them in, buying yeah, more trucks, trading them exactly. in. Exactly. Just wasting his resources. If yeah. I'd have had, dude, I would have been. Terrible be, money. Terrible money. Terrible I'd be everything. sitting on an empire right now. I'd have a driver, you know, like <laughs> it'd be so different. Oh, my God. God. Yeah. When you go back, yeah. like I, I don't know. I don't remember all of the major things that he's been through. But, I mean, like it when you go back and you if you had like a compilation or like a list of all of the major things he's done or been involved with, he has ruined so many opportunities for himself. It's so unbelievable, many. so many, so many. Anytime he'd ever slightly make any what of a bridge connection, he's like, "Oh, Hutch featured me on his channel. May as well cut him down on mine." <laughs> you know, it literally started like literally since then. He's literally exactly. been he cut. Cut down Hutch, cut down the people around him, funded trolls behind Woody's back, That's freaking out online. It, doesn't, it makes no sense. Like, yeah. a lot of things, you're actively undermining yourself here for no gain whatsoever. Threatening Keemstar. Literally, Keemstar is such a degenerate that that's like the only life raft he has. Keemstar's like, eh, fuck it. I don't even give a fuck that this guy threatened me and posted and doxed me online before that was even really a big thing that happened. Let's try to get him some money to fight another fat guy. Yeah. You know? Well, I saw that's he was the only go to his slight connection he has. Did you see that? No, that'd be so good. That's the only slight He's... connection he has is Keemstar. Yeah, he said he was going to go to his trailer and interview him. He was invited to go down. And that's because that's another prideless guy who doesn't care that you threatened him and threatened, <laughs> posted all his info online and threatened his girlfriend. You know, it's fucking literally has ruined everything he could have done for himself. He's just ruined it. It It is a master class in how to fuck up your life as much as possible. Yep. Yeah. It's like if you, if you ever want to know what you should do in life. And you're at an impasse. Just see if Wings of Redemption has encountered a similar scenario and do the exact yeah, opposite of what do you the did. exact opposite, <laughs> and you're good. Yeah. God, it really is a good way to like feel better about yourself, though. Yeah, it's like that and watching oh, hoarders. Yeah, <laughs> watching hoarders. Yeah, my strange addiction. Any of that stuff. Those are good ways I to make will... yourself feel better. I regularly am just sitting in, like, I'll be sitting in the office, you know, just sitting here working on my computer. And, like, I like having, like, background noise, just white noise. And I'll just put on, like, Wings of Redemption uh, clips. And it's just a playlist of, like, 150 videos or something. And it just cycles through on shuffle. I hope your fucking family dies in a fiery automobile accident. (laughs) I hope your dad dies in an oil fire. It's just that while you're working. Yeah, it's just stuff like. Well, it's not all. It's not always him in it. It'll be other people talking about him and like him popping up on different things where people are like, <laughs> "Yeah," and then he did this, and then he threatened to kill me and my entire family because I blocked <laughs> his shot, his line of sight in Call of Duty. <laughs> That's so fucking good. And it, the best part about like a lot of those is like if it's one person talking to somebody else who also knows who Wings of Redemption is. Just the readiness they are, like they approach it, like how quickly they accept what they're hearing as truth. Like, oh yeah, that sounds exactly like something he would do. He would. That sounds like exactly what he did to me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just. It's it's amazing how many people he's like just treated like shit, like 
how how he's alienated everyone he's ever met against him. It's um, like uh, God, dude. It's if I ever like he's saw being paid. It's like he's on Impractical Jokers, and they're they keep repeating. All right, now fuck <laughs> up your life. I'm yeah, do it again. Now fuck up your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now say now say something pedophilic to that sixteen year old girl. <laughs> he's like, uh, all right. Now, now say the age consent should be like ten. All right, now double yeah. down on it. All right, now say you never said that. <laughs> it's like what? now say you believe in national socialism. National socialism. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, absurd. Every it's, fucking it's, turn. Part of it is because he refuses to admit when he doesn't know something. A lot of the times, <laughs> like with the national socialism, like he clearly didn't know what it was, and he's like, oh yeah, I think we should give that a shot. I think a lot of the scenarios like he just picks up on like keywords in whatever is being said and he's like oh alright well clearly I you know socialism I'll ignore the rest of what was said around that and just pick up on the socialism part of that and I'm cool with it god I would be I would get so excited I would text you immediately if I opened up pocket casts on Friday and saw PKA 488 or whatever fucking number it is with Wings <laughs> of Redemption. I would fucking lose it, dude. I bet <laughs> finally. What was the last time he was on 250? I think. Yeah, probably. I think episode 250 was the last time he was on. It has been 10 years or <laughs> something like that Maybe. since I he's don't been know. on. I think 250 time. was. Was the last time he was on. Let me go ahead. I got YouTube right here with this Kid Rock video. <laughs> so I can see. I think it's 250. Yeah. And then I love like how he just. He uh, again. Refuses to take the blame for anything. Where it's like. This is what you said. Seven years ago. And he's like. Yeah but you know it was on the show. So I can't be blamed for things that I've said personally. It's like, you guys need to know when I'm joking, and by joking, I mean lying. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's amazing. Even, with, like, now, when he doesn't have a ton of money, and he's still buying, like, shitty vehicles that he doesn't need. Yeah, 250 <laughs> that was the last time he was on. Why did I know that, dude? Why is that <laughs> occupying space in my fucking head? God. <laughs> it's just, just a waste. Of things I could know, and I've got it down to when was the last time Wings was on PK? Oh, two fifty. Just had that in there. That was just in my brain. It was oh, seven years ago. It's been seven years. The closest thing we've gotten since then was when him and Woody did, did like a Twitch little thing, did that little Twitch stream together, and him and yeah. Kyle actually did a Twitch stream where they were playing like Arma. They're playing something DayZ like that for a while. I think it was Daisy. One or the other, yeah. Yeah, PUBG. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, PUBG. Yeah. Yeah, something one of those looking games. Mm-hmm. And um that was literally like, like it's like I would pay for it, dude. I would pay if you put a paywall up for a fucking Wings PKA, I'd pay. <laughs> I'd be in for that week. If they're like Patreon exclusive, I'm in for that month. I'm in. At or that I could point, just they're send getting... you a link. I can get it I, I just get it from someone else. Yeah, but if it's like, if I had any trouble whatsoever, I'd be like, I need it now, I need it now. Like, I'd pay for that. They'd get they'd get me on, on that one. 
I've never paid for, I've never put a dime to, besides some of the sponsors that I've bought, like Blue mm-hmm. Chew and uh, DB, dude, I've got some DBG coming in the mail because you, you made it sound, when you told me about your experience with it, I was like, that shit actually is fucking potent. So I got some of the, the HHC hundred possible for that, but I'm happy I could. I've got some you. of the HHC hundred milligram gummies <laughs> coming in, dude. So that's the strongest things I had. They had two hundred milligram Delta Eight ones, but HHC is just so much so much better. So mm. we're, I'm gonna pop one of those whenever they come in the fucking mail. I and, there uh, was one month where they they kept talking about the hangouts. And I was like. I wonder what kind of a shit show this is. So I, I dropped $50. I went in literally within 30 seconds. I was getting harassed by Woody say, because somebody else's mic was fucking. I was like, it's the guy with the black hoodie. And I'm wearing like my black digest production hoodie. I'm like, I'm muted. <laughs> oh no. They're giving all time I'm like, it's not even me. And then they asked me See, like, cause I have, uh, I have like all the jerseys up on the wall here, our custom jerseys that we made. I have them up on the wall. So they were asking me about that. And I got asked about like what I do for a living. And yeah. then uh, the rest of the time was spent with like a bunch of fucking weirdos jerking off to them, essentially. See, I feel like I'd be one of those weirdos because I feel like I, I don't know. I'm so, I'm such a fan of the show. I've never been a fan of anything so consistently. Mm-hmm. And I honestly feel like I would just fanboy out for Woody specifically, too. I think I'd be like, Woody, you have taught me just priceless things when I was an impressionable child. It's, it wasn't, it's not even was that. Like, well, it's like the, the guys are all there like tr- how do I explain it? Like a, 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 most of them are just fucking weirdos to begin with but they were acting like they were best <laughs> friends with the guys and like I'm there and I'm like I'm just here to see what's going on and these guys are like yeah man you know, the other day we were talking about this and that. It's like, oh, Kyle, you were talking about this. And I was laughing. It's like, and I was thinking about that. It's like, you weren't there. Like, they, they're acting like they're there. Like, they're best buds with these guys. And they were part of the show. And it's, it was weird to me. Yeah, that's it's like they were, they were too familiar with them. And I was like, this is odd. That's pretty fucked. Uh, yeah. yeah Woody, and then he's uh, probably my favorite. And I and he's definitely, I prefer the episodes when he's not there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, d- I did that one hangout and then I just hung around on the Discord briefly just to see what was going on. And it's a shit show. It's like a couple of the guys that Kyle plays games with thinking they're hot shit and just harassing everyone else the entire time. I wish I would have joined, but I was in such a bad spot at the time. But when they mm-hmm. were uh, playing poker all the time on there, uh, yeah, I really considered joining because I was like, I will rob these people blind. Yeah, they're they're terrible. They like, they are all way like so even full like, of themselves. Yeah, like Kyle's like I'm one of the better players there, and then I like hear him talk about it, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I would steal every dime from Kyle. Yeah, I'm when it came down to playing cards. At, I'm not good at poker. Even I'm like sitting I'm, there like watching one of the games, seeing what's going on. And I'm like, these people are fucking retards. <laughs> yeah. I am. I'm like these I people have, are only here because they were they had fifty dollars of expendable income. <laughs> I hate to say like I'm good at anything, yeah. but my best skill as far as like something that you could actually use in competition would mm-hmm. be my card playing ability. I am so good at cards, 
it's like sure. I don't even know. It's weird. I'm literally so bad at everything else that involves besides like money <laughs> math. But I can just it's like the probabilities just come out in my head at all times. Like when I'm like, okay, that card's there, that card's there. I have these cards. This percent chance that these could be out. This percent he folded there. He raised that much, so he could be having that. He could be bluffing. So it's if he is bluffing, he could. It's a whatever fifteen percent chance he has this card. So I've got this much of a percent chance of winning because I've got the third best hand, and like it's just like a split second. It all just comes in, and I'm like, why mm. can't this be applicable to anything else I do? Like, why can't I think like this and anything else? Why can't I be like this at work? I God, why can't I do this? Anything else that's not degenerate activities. That's that's how I feel. Anytime they bring up a, a subject that I'm actually like remotely good at, I'm like, oh, that's right. These people are just on a podcast they listen to. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely my favorite podcast ever. Fuck. There's just so many. There's only like a couple that even come close. I enjoy listening to the show. I I enjoy listening. I think it's entertaining. I'm not like, I don't think I'm their friend, obviously, having been in the Discord. Like, it's weird to me that people think they're friends because they spend $50 to pay. I've never paid for the Patreon. Yeah, I've gone to the Discord. And I kind of like the separation of pretending like they're celebrities that I can't get to in a Mm. way. I feel like if I had like if I could like reach out and uh, and actually talk to one of them, it would kind of like separate that disconnect there, and I mm-hmm. wouldn't like to show as much as I do now. Sure. So I just yeah, I, I, I don't, don't know, know some kind of weird little. I'm happy. I'm happy. I put the money down to to be there that one month because it was hilarious to an extent of just watching these other people look like absolute fucking creepers online. <laughs> uh. And then on the other hand, I'm like, well, at least it was only fifty dollars because that was a huge waste of money. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll do it for the one time. I wish I would have did it when it was smaller. You know, when they're like, oh, oh yeah, we got like fifteen people that do that. That'd have been such the look to do it then. Yeah, I like when I did, I think it was ago. at its peak because that was when they were talking about it as mu- the most. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll see what this is. Um, because yeah, there was I think twenty five of us in the call or something. And it's everyone just trying to get their attention. Like, ooh, look at me. Look at me. I, I'm cool. I can be one of your friends. Like that sort of thing. I forget how huge that show is because I don't really know that many people that have ever heard of it. You know, that I'm like, oh, yeah, but that does have like, what do they have? Like, probably half on a million. On YouTube, they weekly. get about 200,000 views on yeah, Spotify. Yeah, so they probably have they half a million across listens. everything. Uh, at least, if you not think more, probably, probably half a million. I would say it's probably more than half a million. Yeah, I bet you they probably get half a million viewers every week. Yeah, it's it's got to be more than that because, like I said, it's almost two more than half a million. It's over two hundred thousand on YouTube generally. It's between two hundred and three hundred for the most part. It's dips and that's why I figure I figure everything else combined would like match that. I think they get more on Spotify. I have to imagine really? they get more listeners on Spotify than YouTube. Yeah. Especially for a four hour podcast, it's easier for people to just pop on Spotify than bring up YouTube and Damn. have that on the whole time. I've never even, I've never used, I mean, I actually, I have put them on Spotify cause you can download things on there. But besides mm-hmm. that, when I'm like on a long flight, 
when I had to fly to Japan. I, I don't use them on them. Spotify because I just, I, most of the time I'm on my computer. So I just put them up on yeah. the side and listen to them that way. So I have the video. I use Pocket Casts. Pocket Casts. Hmm. No ads on there for, for the free. So uh, Pocket Casts, shout yeah. out to that one. That's probably my, that's definitely my favorite podcasting app. I don't there. All the good shows on YouTube. There. I paid for the premium because uh, yeah. so it's totally worth it for me. It, yeah, I get that. I just, and plus, we have uh, the YouTube TV because my girlfriend wanted uh, uh, like the YouTube TV for I forget what it was. She was watching something on there for a while, but that's going to expire at the end of this month hmm. at some point because I don't feel like YouTube paying for it. It's like 72 bucks a month. I'm like, no. No, Whoa. the only reason you have it is because I got uh, one of my relatives for Christmas bought us like three and a half months worth of it. They just gave us like the Google Play cards. Uh, like I forget how much she gave us. And uh, I was like, oh, OK, yeah, I'll put she's like, oh, you know what? Lindsay likes this. You can, uh, you know, this way you guys can watch it for a while. I'm like, oh, that's cool. So we'll have TV for a while. And my girlfriend watches it all the time. Uh, I don't use it at all because I don't watch TV generally. I, if I'm going to yeah. watch TV, I, I want it to be on demand. I don't have to wait yeah. and hope that something good is on TV. Yeah, what uh, the fuck? <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, I used it for the FIFA World Cup. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, my um, God. Can't. Yeah, other than that, though, no, I don't I don't need it at all. And it's 72 bucks a month. I'm like, no. No, the reason I stream shit yeah. is because I don't feel like wasting money on cable. Yeah, whenever I go to my parents' house and they still got the cable hooked up, mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell is this? Well, we went to her mom's and I asked her, I'm like, how much do you pay for like your, because she has like the cable, the phone, the internet all bundled up. I forget what she said. It was something crazy. It was like 300 some dollars or something maybe. I'm like, do you use the home phone? She's like, no. I'm like, well, then you're wasting money there. I'm like, you don't need uh, the cable. You can cut that. You can just have the internet. And then pay for YouTube TV separately, and you get the exact same stuff, and you'll save like a hundred and fifty dollars. Fuck. And you know God, what? God, I can't you even imagine. That offer. <laughs> I think my combined monthly streaming, my internet's fifty bucks. My streaming eighty four. My streaming, all my streaming combined, I've got Paramount Plus. And Amazon Prime are the only two I pay for. I got I don't even know who's paying for the HBO Max on my TV. <laughs> I don't even know where that came who's that is. Oh, actually I've got the ESPN plus, Disney Plus, Hulu bundle thing. I forget about that. My mine goes up and down throughout the year depending on like what's available. Like right I, I have Paramount the- Plus. I have Paramount Plus right now because I watch uh, certain tournaments for soccer. Uh, Paramount Plus is the over, best one right now. As soon as that's over, though, the tournaments, I'm cutting it off. I'm not going to use it anymore. I was going uh, through. The, Paramount Plus has a better movie selection than Netflix currently. We have Netflix, but I don't pay for that. Yeah, somebody, my my family just let their Netflix expire. They're like, yeah, there's nothing really that good on there anymore. And I was like, fuck, even these boomers are thinking that at this point. So I've got that's it for Netflix, and I actually wanted to watch a movie on there for a fucking change. <laughs> I was gonna show my girlfriend Roadhouse, you know that mm-hmm. classic banger from the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna show her Roadhouse. That's the only place it was on was Netflix. 
Like that's the one good movie they have on there. Jackie Brown and fucking Roadhouse. Yeah. I'm hyped for the fucking remake. I had to show her that one before the new one comes out. Oh, dude, it's it's famous. Conor McGregor, dude. Oh, that's right. That's right. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Conor McGregor and Jake Gyllenhaal are the two. (laughs) Those are the two stars. I forgot. That's hilarious. Yeah, because Jake Gyllenhaal did like the walkout at UFC or some UFC event, didn't he? For that. Yeah, dude, they did it like in between matches. Yeah. With a live crowd, it was fucking. It was actually pretty well done. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, we'll see if uh, Wings and Boogie fight. I doubt it, but who knows? I feel like Roadhouse. It's like, uh, it's it's the perfect movie formula, dude. Like, they don't make enough movies with that formula anymore. You know what I mean? I feel like uh, too many movies try and overdo it anymore where they have to have like a, like they're trying to have like a deeper meaning in this. Like, back in the day, you had like these 80s like action movies where it was just action for the sake of action. And it wasn't over complicated. It's just, you can just enjoy it. Exactly, dude. Like, all you need is a guy on steroids, an old-ass car, the coolest machine guns you can get your hands on, and come up with any small reason for him to shoot a bunch of people, and the movie's going to be awesome. And they don't make that many of those anymore. Mm-mm. That's all you need. Anytime that I see... Like, the, the, if the second best movie I saw last year was called The Violent Night. And it was literally just about the Santa Claus oh, killing the people. In re- no, a- no, 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 no. Oh. That one's just called Santa or Claus or something like that. Violent yeah, Night that had uh, it had John Leguizamo's in it. it. Was like the only actor. Oh, that's on David Arbor, right? Uh, I don't yeah, know. I know. It's Santa Claus going around fighting people like hitmen or something, right? They're coming out. Yeah, him. but he the way he kills he kills them brutally, and he does it in like uh, very like unique ways throughout the movie. Like okay. if I can, and when it, it's a very unrealistic way, he kills some, this one guy, but he takes the star <laughs> off of a tree and mm-hmm. then he jams it into their eye. And as they're like, ah, ah, trying to fight back, he plugs it in and it starts electrocuting them and lights <laughs> their face on fire and their head on fire, which nice. we would trip the breaker. If you were even making a connection between the hot and the neutral at that point, but it wouldn't anyway, but yeah, um, he, uh, <laughs> what was I going with this? But anyway, it was fucking sick either way. Even if it was unrealistic, I didn't care. I didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Even as an electrician, I'm like, yeah, I know that wouldn't work, but fuck it. Throw that in there. I like that. I like that. What Another guy got impaled on a giant icicle. Come on mm-hmm. now. This is what I'm talking about. Let's like that. Like it, mindless fun can be great because it's like I we got a, I got a code for the Avatar Way of Water movie, and I didn't really like the first one. The second one's made a ton of money as well, and it's just another scenario of like, okay, you're making a movie, and it's fine to like if you want to have like a message in your movie, whatever. But I'm just like, man, I just I really just want a movie. I don't have to sit here and like. Uh, think about and like, oh, you know, how does this impact me? What is the deeper meaning? Like, I don't want a job. 
when I watch something. I just want to be able to enjoy myself and have a good time. Yeah, that movie sucked. That's, <laughs> that's going to be one of the most overrated ones. That that movie was not good I, I, at I will all. Say, I think the second one was better than the first one. Well, that's a low not bar. That. The first one's a fucking I, two I out of ten. That's not, that's not saying much. <laughs> But, the low, yeah, the yeah. first one was god awful. This one just sucked. You, know? you saw the new one? Yeah, I did see the new one. I thought oh, okay. it was fucking retarded. I thought yeah. it was stupid. I thought they Dude, made the bad guys. It was like guys. an hour and a half long nature documentary in the middle of it. <laughs> it's just like oh my god. Like, oh, oh my. Another well, they were trying hanging. to set up the bad guys being evil at that point and they were making mm-hmm. them comically evil. Yeah. To where once it's again, like in the first animals. one Okay. Right, just like in the first one, I started rooting for the bad guys because of how comically evil they made them. Also, they did yeah. the thing that I hate in movies, which is reusing the same bad guy. They literally brought back, brought back the guy from the first one and made him a big blue guy and made him yeah. like that revenge thirsty. No, mm-hmm. if I'm him at that point, I'm like, oh, you gave me this body and I can only kind of safely survive on this build, this planet. Yeah, I'll be right mm-hmm. down, and then I'm immediately fucking yeah. <laughs> going over and living with those guys instead. It's a complete waste. But, anywho, for some reason, he's upset. Then they literally make them kill whales. They make them whalers. And, make and they're whales. loving it the entire time, too. They're, like, they're yeah. loving it. They're laughing as they separate the babies from the mom and kill yeah. the moms specifically. Killing mothers and they kill them in the most brutal way possible by drilling into their head. Yeah. They Drew drill the into their the fucking head the to get a little bit. And this whole time I'm going, oh my God, this is fucking terrible. And then he pulls out this like gold vial and he's like, this right here completely stops human aging. Like completely. <laughs> and I'm I'm like, say, he's like, this is worth $80 million. Yeah. It's like, how much of this could you possibly need? You're making so much money. But uh, you know what, though? I thought that was kind of low because you got to yeah. think how far in the future this is and inflation at that point, how expensive it is to do anything. I bet you mm. one of those mech suits that they had is 80 mil. Could Our be. fucking airplanes now are like 20, 30 mil. Mm-hmm. Our fighter jets and shit. Those things are probably 80 mil in their money. So they got to kill so many of those fucking whales. Like It doesn't even seem worth it. And especially the way that they have to do it, track them down, and you got to pay these guys to track them down. <laughs> it makes so much more sense to round up some of the whales and forcibly breed them. And I, that's farm what them I was thinking the entire shit. time. I was like, why Literally, are you I'm like, why are we not farming them? Why are you hunting them like this? This is... This is just stupid. Everything here is stupid. And then, of course, now they're looking for him because he gets mm-hmm. away. And what do they do? They by they literally just torture the fucking other people, and they're like, "Burn their trees down, their tree houses down in front of them." <laughs> and they're like burning yeah. them down. They're not telling them where they are still. And they're it's laughing like, was, and loving the entire thing. Yeah, it's like absolutely are, loving it. Why are they so comically evil? Then the one thing I did like about the movie was the absolute picture perfect double hook and rear naked choke. The main character gets on the bad guy underwater. He gets an underwater reversal, which was set up out of utter convenience when the whale hit the ship and just knew right then. Oh, he's getting choked out underwater with a fucking inverted triangle, which was actually nice as well. I was like, oh, (laughs) shit. And and 
a, an inverted triangle. You don't fucking see that in movies ever. He had him in an inverted triangle. Then the boat, the fucking whale was like, I need to hit the boat now. Breaks the guy out of the inverted triangle. He gets the reversal with both hooks in rear naked choke. Actually correct form. And <laughs> the one part I actually enjoyed of the movie going, okay, that actually is kind of how that would go. He chokes him out completely. The guy's underwater passed out for five, maybe ten minutes. And then yeah. the kid who he tried to handcuff to the boat to sink and kill saves him because he's his, got his dad's memories in him and returns him to the surface to survive. So that way we can now get a third movie with the same bad guy. Yeah. It was fucking stupid. It was a stupid movie. I felt <laughs> like I wasted my time watching it. it I can't believe I paid. Yeah, I didn't pay. That's, that's why I, I saw it. Yeah, it, yeah, I, it is unbelievably stupid. Unbelievably but it's better stupid. One, which is definitely like better said, than not, the first one. Not saying much, but at least at least it's not copy and paste all of the other movies that came before it. That's the main problem I have with the first one, where I was like, "This is Pocahontas." Fern Gully. This Fern is Fern Gully. It's literally Fern Gully. Not even uh, different at all. It's a reskin of Fern Gully. What's the other one I'm thinking of? Uh, uh, Dances with Wolves. Oh, yeah. Uh, that one's a little different. But Kevin, fuck Kevin Costner. Anyway. There's another yeah, part in the second one that they had to give themselves, because they must have heard the criticisms of the first one, where they're like, why didn't they just gun everyone down? Why hmm. did they even allow them to get near them with their spears? They must have heard that, and they were like, okay, well, they were shooting those charges out at the whales that would literally just wreck everything in his past. Yeah. And they shot one out at the group on the fucking the small war band they came up with <laughs> as well on their little shitty flying bird things. And they went, no, 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 we want him alive. Don't shoot the charges. I'm like, yeah. why do you want him alive? You've been trying to kill him this whole time. And two, if you shot like three more of those, everyone over there is wiped out. And that's it. Your mission's complete. But instead, yeah. you're going to lose this battle somehow because you've now handicapped yourself <laughs> in another way. You continuously, you think you'd think after the first battle you had that went terrible where you handicapped yourself, where you literally were like, oh, we're winning, and then had a hand to hand combat scene with a guy in a battle you were winning at the end just to lose. Have the turning tide right after that. You think you would have learned your lesson the first time and just blow them up. But no, you didn't. And again, we're doing the same cycle. And I'm sure it'll be the same in the third movie. Yeah. The first movie, though, I this one I just thought, wow, that kind of sucked. when I After I watched it, the first one, after I watched it, I actively was like upset. I was like, man, I wanted them to fucking kill all of the blue people by the end of them. I wanted them all dead. I wanted that tree burned. I wanted them all done. I wanted the new colony for the for, the, for Earth over there. I was actively against the was, blue people that in that one. I this forgot. one, I was more neutral partied. And in the second one, they just suddenly have like a major city that they've put together on the planet, and somehow the natives haven't dealt with this. Oh, did they? Because yeah, when the the bad guy gets brought back, yeah, you know, that's, that's right. And, I forget if he's brought back in that major city or not, but like, I, I think they fly into it if I remember correctly. And it's literally like a major city and they're like, oh, we've got robots that can build it super quickly. It's like, 
but it's a major city. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you guys now have like an outpost here. How have you not wiped these blue fuckers out? Yeah. <laughs> God damn, I can't fucking stand. <laughs> yeah, movies, I don't know. I, they, I just, they need a good. When was the last time they put like big money into something that wasn't like a cartoon or a superhero movie, which is pretty much a cartoon? Like, when's the last time they put something in? I just something, something, something that was like meant for adults, you know? Yeah. I'm so tired of like Marvel, DC shit, all the Star Wars. It's like, can we please just get something that's like that's well gotta made, be. It's like, gotta be coming to a head soon. It's it's just gotta be ending so soon. So obnoxious. <laughs> what do you think the next the next fucking big one will be? They're gonna have like transgendered cowboys next or maybe pirates <laughs> will make a comeback you know uh i feel I like people really that, like i keep hearing that they're gonna do like a remake of pirates of the caribbean but i don't know that it's gonna happen i think they're i think they're so on edge about it because like oh people are gonna be mad that johnny depp's not in it but people yeah. will also be really mad if we put johnny depp in it yeah, I think it was a flash in the pan, those first couple anyway. Because did you watch the fourth one? It went downhill very quickly. Yeah, the first the first two were sick. The third one was still decent. At least it wrapped and everything up. The know? fourth one sucked so fucking bad. I think there's five of them total. I think yes. there's at least four. I think I've seen five, all five. There is five. There is five. Yeah. There was one so I've seen all five of them. Yep, that's the f- the last one we had Javier Bardem, I think. Mm-hmm. Then there's one that's literally just like it's like what they kind of tried to do with the last James Bond, where it was just like a side mission type thing, where it was just <laughs> like a one-off side mission movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That was kind of like how that last James Bond movie was, where it, it didn't feel like in line like the first three did. Mm-hmm. Um, they tried to do that with like a Jack Sparrow movie. Where it was like completely separate from all the other characters, like had all new yeah. characters besides Johnny Depp, it just didn't work. It's like, but I yeah, think you, you realize what made these fame these popular to begin with. What made them? Yeah, literally, the, what made it sick was watching Johnny Depp like goof gaily his way around, goof beady. his way through shit, and him, him still be the the coolest motherfucker there. He'll be like, I just need to grab this rope and fucking yeah. yeah that's what made it fucking sick and him being like an escape artist was like half the fucking fun and you just stopped doing that (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, i don't know he was so perfect for those roles too yes yeah he was uh i mean that's that's why it succeeded i think they uh crushed it yeah he was so perfect for pirates of the caribbean i feel like (laughs) i feel like like if they're gonna replace him it's it's gotta be me (laughs) <laughs> like it's gotta be me you know like, no one else could do that but me I feel like like they just need a young guy in there who's not known for anything else like if anything I should be the new Jack Sparrow that's that's part of the problem I have too now is uh, they keep recasting the same like I understand why they do it but like I feel like they keep reusing the same couple of actors in every major project yeah they don't want to risk it on on somebody no more yeah 
And I'm like, man, I'm, I like this person, but my God, I would be happy to have somebody else, you know, give it a shot. Dude, I would kill it as Jack Sparrow because I would I would put a little bit of a different twist on it because I would, you know, I'd be choking motherfuckers out. He'd have a little bit of like a jujitsu to him. Like, you know, I end up you kick out a fucking old you kick out like a fucking pot of flour. You're zooming up on the rope. And then when you zoom up in there, you hit the guy with a fucking flying triangle from the rope. Dude, that would be fucking sick in a pirate movie. And it would be kid friendly because you're not shooting and stabbing them, you know? Oh, there you go. That would be fucking sick. <laughs> if fucking Jack Sparrow hit a flying triangle off of something and just shunk, wrapped it up <laughs> on one guy and just. Rope. Dude, if they kind of mixed in like dub, that's what they fucking fucked up, dude. They need to incorporate a little more of the WWE style. They kind of did that in the first one where his mm-hmm. moves kind of were like WWE meets pirate ship where you're like yeah. fucking jumping off of barrels and swinging from the mast and being like, oh, and as you're kicking off the mast, you like hit three enemies with your legs, <laughs> you know? Fuck, so fucking peak. It makes me want to watch those, but I guarantee they're not as good as I'm remembering. <laughs> Garen fucking the They are the best pirate movies, though. Like, there's literally those are the best. Like, in general. Yeah, like those first yeah. three. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, you can't think of a better pirate movie. I can't think of many other pirate movies in general. We had Master and Commander. Um. Yeah, there's really not that many pirate movies. I mean, I mean, a lot of them are. I feel like it just went out of fashion because you had like old ones, like yeah. Treasure oh, there's Island. a ton of old yeah. ones. Treasure Island, yeah. Swiss, Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah, yeah. If you go way back to when they were first, so color. Yeah, they are old. That was a yeah. big one. That was a that. Yeah, maybe that was that was kind of the superhero movie of like the twenties was like gangster movies. Then like thirties, forties went went to pirates. Then the fifties, sixties, seventies, even to the eighties went, but like late fifties to late seventies ish mm-hmm. were uh, westerns. And then I you, feel like you kind of people movies at a certain point. Yeah, that was I was about to say. Then then they started going to space for a couple of years. Then we went back to World War Two from like ninety mm-hmm. five to like oh five. They yeah. were making a bunch from like Saving Private Ryan to Thin Red Line. Like in between those two years, I feel mm-hmm. like there was forty five <laughs> World War Two movies. You know. <laughs> And then from there, it kind of became the superheroes. And it's been a not. I, I, it's weird too, because like obviously there was a lot. There's like a saturation of those movies at the time. Are superhero movies way more saturated than those movies were at the time, or am I wrong? Like it feels like uh, maybe not westerns, because westerns they made they so were so cheap to make is why they made yeah. so many of them. I mean, like, there's superhero movies coming out every month. There's new, like, Marvel TV series coming out every month. You've God. got DC shit coming out all well, the time. Well, all the shows back then were cowboy shoes, too. Gunsmoke, Bonanza, yeah. Rifleman, Rawhide. Like you said, it's super cheap and easy to make. Yeah. The superhero ones aren't quite the same to an extent, but they're still mass-producing them like crazy. I think they're cheap once you get 
them going. Like once you have like a team that CGI's and once you like once mm-hmm. you have those production teams in place and it's kind of just like doing math at that point of like, okay, mm-hmm. we'll make this one. It'll make this much money. We can hire these people and advertise for this much for it. You know, then I think from it there, sense, it literally just becomes the like same actors and actresses yeah. all the time. It's like, then it just becomes like a grind machine TV series and a movie with this character. Yeah. And then we're just going to incorporate them into this new series where they're just a side character, but they're still there. We're just adding exactly. one new main actress. Yeah. And they probably, you know, they just hire people that can edit this shit and CGI and just fucking let it ride from there, you know? And it's just been a money machine since. Yeah. Just an, I, it's I, an industry just, itself. Just superhero movies are an industry. It's fucking yeah. nuts. It's, it's, yeah. I, I guess I'm spoiled. It's like, I just, I'm not interested in superhero movies. And yeah, so me I'm neither, dude. Eventually they'll die out and people will be like, oh man, I'm so sick of space movies or whatever. Oh, like, so I, I really know. hope that's not next. We already had space movies. I've just made something. Oh, up. Yeah, I have no idea. What I think it is going to be something like that too because it kind of feels like they kind of escalated. Over the years, like gangster movies, super e- cheap and easy. They just had like prop Tommy guns and and you know the old vintage cars. It really was easy then. to make movies back when there weren't superheroes involved because it's like it, like you said, yeah. just get a prop gun and then money yeah. <laughs> and just yeah. rob people back and forth. It's like it's super easy to do. Westerns, yeah, and then they- the exact same thing, but on horses in the desert. Then they kind of went into pirates. Now you got to have like a boat. Which yeah. you reuse the boat for more than one movie, and you know you've got pirate outfits, you mm-hmm. know, which a little more goes into having unique ones. Then you get into cowboys, and you know you got to have more guns and you know horses, which is a whole element having horses on set, yeah, and all that. So now you're getting a little more into it. Then you make outer space movies. Ooh, now you're putting sets all are crazy. You have to put sets all sets on make yeah. bumpy. Yeah, and it's just been escalating, escalating, escalating to now it's superheroes, which makes me think, what are they going to advance from from superhero? Which my fear is fantasy. That Mm. is my least favorite fucking (laughs) genre of anything. Oh, my God. I would have I would have just kept superheroes if I would have known this was coming. This I'm, is I'm like a fine line. Like I like I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. Like the books, like the Song of Ice and Fire, like series, like the books and stuff. I enjoyed most of the show. I don't need like the magic and all like the ridiculous side of it. Like I like medieval time period style stuff. Doesn't need to be fantasy, so to speak. But I imagine I would get burnt out on it pretty quickly if it got too overbearing. Yeah. I don't know. Uh yeah, Man. it sucks now because, like I said, I I hate superhero stuff, and that's all anybody's making. I like the TV show The Boys, which is on Amazon. I I yeah. really enjoy that show, but even that, I'm like, man, I'm good for like one or two more seasons, maybe, because like it's spoofing on superhero shows, but it's still superhero based, and I'm sick of this superhero crap. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that show's good. Yeah. Yeah, kind I mean, of. That's kind of already run its course, though. For the most, that's the thing. Like, it, it's like okay, the villain in season one is basically Homelander. All right, seasons two, three, and four, it's still Homelander. It's like, how are you gonna yeah, keep up in the stakes if he's still the villain? Like, it, they're not gaining any ground for the most part. I mean, obviously now they're able to 
fight back to an extent, but it's like you can't keep dragging it out forever. Well, a lot of shows take more of the Walking Dead approach to let's try to make as much out of this as we can and milk every viewer for every dollar that we can instead of instead of taking like the Breaking Bad approach where they go, okay, we have a whole story. We know where it starts, where you know where it finishes. We got to kind of fit it within there. And that's going to be it. I hated that that was a trope too, where it was like, we're going to make a zombie show, but the zombies are just the backdrop. It's about the people. It's like, no, I just want to watch people killing (laughs) zombies and survive. The Walking Dead sucked because it was a zombie show where the zombies were inconsequential. Like, the Walking Dead could have been three really good seasons or whatever they're up to now, 12 not good at all seasons. I think it's like 15 seasons. Yeah, they were talking about it on, like, PK, and they said, like, Carl, which was the little boy in the first season, like, had a kid and has been killed off since, and now that kid is old enough to walk and talk and do shit. And I'm like, how long has the show been on? Okay, so you were actually kind of right. There's only 11 seasons of The Walking Dead, but there are three spinoff shows. Ah, so that's what maybe that's why I was thinking. Uh, Fear the Walking Dead has seven seasons. Jesus, Uh, Tales of the Walking Dead and The Walking Dead World Beyond. Those each have one season. Walking Dead World Beyond has two. Tales of the Walking Dead has one. Seven, eight, nine, so ten. So twenty-one seasons total between them. Fear of the Walking Dead has more seasons than Breaking Bad at this point. Yeah. God. Like you said, like I I enjoyed season one of Walking Dead. I told my girlfriend that. I was like, listen, I I like season one. Season two, not good. And then it just gets worse from there. <laughs> I just, like, there's just there's just more guys who are like, I'd rather make as much money as I can while I can on my mm-hmm. show. There's more people that are like that than guys who are like, I want to make a work of art like Tarantino yeah. or Vince Gilligan. You know, I, oh my God, I want to, we'll wrap up here soon. Cause we're two and a half hours in. I saw a thing the other day. I forget what the website was. Oh, I, I can, well, I can pull this up because I responded to it. Cause I was so upset about it. Uh, <laughs> let me, let me find this here real quick. They made a list of like the best movies of the two thousands and they didn't have any like major directors or anything on there. It was terrible. Uh, hold on. I'm going to find this. It was Hollywood Reporter critics picked the 50 best films of the 21st century. And like Bridesmaids made the list. What the fuck? Uh, over like, there's no Tarantino. Not uh, a single one? No Scorsese. Uh, uh, I'm trying to find. They have a list of like all the famous. I'm going to open this up. It's abysmal. It's such an embarrassing list. Yeah, it's absolute uh, blasphemy. Yeah, it. I know they mentioned it here somewhere, where they left out like all of the famous directors and stuff that didn't make the list. And it's like your list sucks. It's like your list is absolute. Oh, here you go. These are a list of the directors that didn't make the list: Clint Eastwood, Steven Spielberg, Martin Scorsese, uh, Terrence Malick, Spike Lee, Gus Van Sant. I don't know all these people. I'll skip through, but like Quentin Tarantino. Steven Soderbergh. Uh, I don't know a lot of the rest of these people, to be honest. What, what were 
Well, I definitely wouldn't. Don't think Spike Lee would make my hundred best movies of like the two thousands. Because I'm thinking like, I'm so it means from like two thousand to two thousand ten. Is what that means? Mm-hmm. Is that what... uh two thousand until two thousand twenty two? Oh my God! What you can't include the tens and the that's too far then. It's yeah, it's the fifty best movies of that. And it's oh, just oh man, like, I don't man. even know. That would take me a long time to even think about that. Because there are some bangers that like Tokyo Drift came out during yeah. that time. Shrek Two came out during that time. But yeah, I was just like reading through the list. I'm like, man. This this is not accurate. This is a, just a terrible list. Like Spy Kids are, came out during. A lot of these that. are foreign films, so I don't know if I can't. So it's really just say a complete faggot, just fucking. <laughs> like Yi Yi Y I space Y I is number one overall for them. What? Uh, yeah, if you're gonna I pick did, an old one from then, at least pick. I think Old Boy came out before my, that. Four. At least pick Man from Nowhere. Or number Mr. four is Zodiac, which is a David what? Fincher movie. It's got I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal. Good, but, yeah, it's a good movie. I liked it. It's not, it's not the fourth best movie of the 21st century. I have it close. No. Uh, Django yeah, Holland Drive, number five. Uh, Brokeback Mountain, number seven. What? It's it's like how do you put that up so high? Uh, Get Out, the Jordan Peele one, number ten. Oh my god, that movie was so overrated. I liked that it, movie. Was. It's not like I barely amazing. even liked it. Like I went and I was I went to watch it and everyone was like, It's so good, it's so good, it's so good. And I watched Get Out and was like, that was that could have been like a ten minute episode of the Twilight Zone in the sixties. Like that, right, yeah. yeah. that was Wally, that was that Wally is number fourteen. Wally is fire, but not better than Toy Story. So they're <laughs> already fucked. Uh yeah, or the Certainly Lion King. Like, what year did the Lion King come out? That was not in the two thousands. That was early nineties, really? probably. Yeah, it was not two thousands. Um, ninety four. Yeah, you're right. Well, what year did Toy Story one come out? I don't know. I'm trying to like fig- find anyone on here Jesus. that I've heard of. Toy Story two, uh, ninety nine. Damn. So Toy Story three is the only one that came out. So Toy Story three came out in twenty ten. That's didn't even make the list. Yeah. Didn't even make the list. Fucking no. idiots. Most of these are foreign films. Like it's just these people are fucking retards. <laughs> what a fucking like, retard. It's fine to like foreign films, but retard. Man. <laughs> probably not even any of the actual good ones. It's probably the artsy ones. Like I bet they had. I think it's they called all, the, all the Man from Nowhere or something like that. Yeah, The Social Network number thirty four, which is like the Facebook movie. It's like again, I didn't even see that one, but from how about heard, the Man from movie. Nowhere, two thousand ten? Is that on there? You know, what, let me. That's that's a good foreign movie. Uh, that movie's badass. No, or how about the Raid there. Two? Is the Raid Two no, on there? Also not on there. What? No. The Raid Two is better than that mm-hmm. one I just mentioned, and the Raid One as well. But the Man from Nowhere is better than Raid One, but Raid Two is better than like every fucking action movie. Yeah. You ever see either yeah. of those? Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. Those are sick. So Bridesmaids good. made number 45. They're just, it's just. It's insane. Like, they're so full of. Like, they just don't know. They the just don't know. Bridesmaids they have poor taste. The list Who wrote is, this? A uh, lesbian? Black Panther, number 49. I don't even like Marvel movies. Not I know Black Panther is better than Bridesmaids. Black Panther wasn't even good either. 
I don't even like Marvel movies. I would put like way more of them higher than that. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. My my response to this was the fact that Bridesmaid makes the list over some of the greatest filmmakers of the, the decade is all you is need. Is the Devil Wears so. Prada on there? No, no, it's not. They literally have no taste. No, it, these people are insane. They probably put there's Slumdog no, Millionaire There's no on way there, Bridesmaids though. is better than all the films Tarantino's made. Scorsese. I mean, Shutter Island, that came out in the 2000s. There's no way Bridesmaids is better than Shutter Island. I bet I bet I can guess two of them that they have on there. Okay. Slumdog Millionaire. Also not on there. I really thought they were going to simp for the Indians like that, but now I don't... Okay. Um, almost famous. Nope. No, I really thought really, I really thought if I like, put a simp and a cuck movie in there, it'd be it'd be <laughs> hit. It is almost all like artsy movies, and it's like it's it, you have to understand. Golden Compass bullshit like that. I'm not on there. Either. It's mostly like foreign artsy films. Well, Golden Compass did suck. It, but. it literally the whole thing reeks of the creators of this list trying to pretend like they're like a white privilege apologists where like a lot of ones on the list are like, Oh, it's a great story about what it's like to be a young black man or a gay black man. And it's not, it's like, that's fine. It's probably a good movie, but bridesmaids is a shitty movie. It doesn't need to be on this list. It's not good. Like what an odd pick. Like, it doesn't even make sense in the context of their list, like, why that's on there. I don't know. Yeah, it, I it guess it's because it was, because it was, that was, like, one of the first big female comedies, I feel like. Like, mm-hmm. women comedies. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I got really riled up with that list. I was like, there's no way. Black Panther, Bridesmaid, like Zodiac beat out like all these other films. I think that's probably what it is. I was just thinking about it. That's the first like big name women's comedy, like full mm-hmm. women cast comedy I can think of. Just because it's Bridesmaid. the first to do something doesn't mean it's better, though. They're like, it was rev. I guarantee if you read like their racing epic, it was revolutionary in women's movies and casting for because there are some movies like that that i kind of like that are older like um have you ever seen probably not it came out in 1938 it's called uh goodbye mr chips i've not seen that now based on the book by the same name goodbye mr chips well in this movie it stars robert donut uh, who also played the Count of Monte Cristo, which these are two, if you're ever like, I want to watch an old movie just to kind of see how things were. If you ha- pick ones from the 30s, I would recommend Goodbye Mr. Chips and the Count of Monte Cristo, both with Robert Donut starring in it. He would have been probably a better known actor if he wouldn't have died at a younger age when it came to his 50s. But anywho, um, yeah, this I'll, movie. I'll read this. I'll read this for it, you. Oh, I'll let you finish what you said. I'm sorry. I cut you off. First. Well, for, oh, go ahead and read that first. Fuck it. I said, this is their, I'm going to read their, their description of bridesmaids. Finally, a film that lets women be funny. It was the word on the street upon the release of Paul Feig's, I don't know how to say it, a uh, movie about a 30 something who spirals way, way, way out of control when her BFF gets engaged. There's truth to that take. But Bridesmaid was also just the most satisfying, richly realized, and consistently laugh out loud hilarious comedy in years. Disagree right there. 
Yeah, it was not that funny. And oh, I'm sorry, I didn't read far enough. It was also the most satisfying, richly realized, and consistently laugh out loud, hilarious comedy in years, and has yet to be dethroned. God. They think there hasn't been a better comedy movie since Bridesmaids. <laughs> so that so it basically was what I was saying. Uh, with an inspired oh. screenplay by Wig and Annie Mamolo, there's barely a line or gag that doesn't land. Fig's <laughs> generous touch and an A plus ensemble. Fugues, Melissa McCarthy MVP. I hate Melissa McCarthy as well. She's literally I can't stand her. It's a seamless wow. blend of gross-out humor, rom-com, and gal pal flick, fueled by one of the great passive-aggressive rivalries in film history. Not I'm to mention glad. a pair of sublime comic set pieces that deserve a spot in film studies textbooks. The dress fitting felled by food poisoning. And in parentheses, they put, it's coming out of me like lava, which I don't find funny. And a plane <laughs> ride thrown into chaos by Xanax chased with scotch. God, so, that is it's the worst. I hate whoever <laughs> wrote this so much. I, yeah, I'm, I I'm glad. I'm glad you her. have said that twice now because I was just talking the other day with my girlfriend about how much I fucking hate Melissa McCarthy, and she's like, mm-hmm. "Why do you hate Melissa McCarthy?" I'm like, "She's unfunny. She's she loud. I'm not just. She's Chris a Farley. waste. She wants to be the female. Literally, Chris that's such yeah. a good way to say it. it and she's and just he, a I shitty mean, knockoff, Chris Farley." She's so she bad. She would not have any jobs if it wasn't for her husband. Her husband gives her all of her film roles, basically. She's in oh, every I one thought of it was his movies. I was thinking it was because she was Jenny McCarthy's cousin. Was no, she her famous. husband is a like a producer slash director. Oh, he casts her in all of his films. That's why she's in all those movies. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going I'm to bring this one up yet quick. Uh, yeah, I, I read these off to my girlfriend. She she gets cast in all of her husband's movies. Damn. Because that uh, there was, they ruined Happy Time Murders for, by having her as the the right, co-star. This is, I'm gonna read off her husband's movies. Tammy, guess who the lead actress in that was? Melissa McCarthy. God's yeah. favorite idiot. That's her and her husband. Uh, the boss. That's Melissa McCarthy. Thunder yep. Force. That's Melissa McCarthy. It's like a superhero. Life of the Party. Melissa McCarthy. Super Intelligence. Melissa McCarthy. Bridesmaids. Oh again. shit. The Heat. The Happy Time oh, Murders. Can you ever forgive me? Yeah. Uh, Dude, Happy Time Murders some, could some have been so good. Some of these I don't recognize even as being real films. Did you know. watch Happy Time Murders? No, God, no. It had Melissa McCarthy in it. Dude, it was... Oh, God, it was such a shame that she's in it because it's so good. And she's just the worst part in it ever. They ruin it. Like, if... I'm just thinking about it now as if it would have had Chris Farley in it instead. Mm-hmm. How good it would have been. Because it's literally, dude, they have the the puppets getting, it's a universe where humans and puppets live, like coexist. Mm-hmm. And they have the puppets fucking each other. One of them <laughs> starts coming all over the place and it's like silly string coming yeah. out of him all over the place. One of them gets ripped apart by dogs and it's he's like, ah, ah, and it's supposed to be like, horrific, but it's just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great place. They go to like a porn it's shop. Nice Dude, the parts it. with the puppets are so good. And Melissa McCarthy truly does ruin that movie with her being in it. It's such a shame. I saw it when it came out and I was like, that could have been an all time great if they would have just casted a fat guy I, in there. I remember watching like a breakdown. It was like 30 minutes long, a breakdown of why Melissa McCarthy isn't funny. 
And they're like, this is like, they like, this is an actual clip. We haven't edited this. And it's like a minute and a half of her from, I forget what that, that superhero movie was she was in, Thunder Force. Uh, it's her like just trying. It's just a joke that doesn't land and just keeps going and going and going. And it's like, this is not fucking funny. And it just drags on and on and on. It's like, oh my God. I just, like yeah. I said, I can't stand her. She is, she tries so fucking hard to be God, Chris Farley, but her. she's not funny. <laughs> she's not she's funny at all. She even did the, she even did the bit he did, the living Dan and Van down by the river bit. Like she's tried so hard what to be him. Thief. Have you seen She's that? Like if she literally tried, she I did that bit it, again. Dude. God, yeah. I don't even want to see her doing it. That'd it be such it. a disgrace. Yeah, I, I cannot stand her. I was already like, my girlfriend's going to bring me to, she really wants to see the new Little Mermaid. And I was already yeah. like, okay, I'll go see it. But I kind of knew like none of the live action Disney movies have been good oh. yet. <laughs> You know, even like the Lion King. And I'm like, how do you fuck the Lion King up? So I was already like, it's, oh, the shit. The view that they go for is weird to me. Yeah. It's, it's like, like either like, make it uh, like a cartoon or don't make them talk. If you're going mean, to make do it, I want weird. them to do it like they did the Sam Rockwell Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The one that came out in the 90s. I'm if they're going to do live action, I want it to be like that. That's what is I want it, it to look like. Sam Rockwell was in that? Yeah, Sam Rockwell played like the rival gang leader when they go and he was like 14 in it or something. Interesting. There's a very know. young Sam Rockwell in that movie. I did not know that. I've seen I had that movie on like VHS at the time. Yes. I also had it on VHS. It was like burnt cuz when I started seeing Sam Rockwell like in other things, I was like, is that mm. the kid from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? Like He's it just like actor. clicked in my head and I like went back and looked it up at one point and was like holy fuck that is that guy yeah I remember those like they look goofy as shit like the, the turtles but it's totally acceptable in the it context works. of the movie yeah because yeah, so they're weird. not trying to go for like photo real imagine if they tried to do photorealistic turtles being ninjas it would look so yeah. stupid <laughs> they try too hard with the new ones yeah. they Have try too hard with Sam Rockwell? I have seen Moon. That's a that banger. That great. Yeah. That's it doesn't banger, lean yeah. too hard into like the space aspect of it. It's just the setting is on this, the moon, it, but it doesn't really just, have anything to do with it. It's just him and Kevin part. Spacey, right? Those are the only two people in it? I think it's Kevin Spacey. Yeah. He plays a little robot. Yeah. I can't remember what the robot's called, but yeah, I think you're right. That, may, that movie is a banger. That's, that's a good great. One. It's, again, that's a movie where it's relative. Uh, I typed in moon and the the Google result is just pictures of the moon. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, thanks. That's movie. a movie. Yeah. That's an underrated movie right there. I, I Dirty. That's what Kevin Smith says. I watched it not, t- I mean, it's been a couple years, but I watched it with my girlfriend a while back. It's pretty good still. That was not, like that. I was saying though, but like, it's not overly complicated. It's like, it reveals its twist and it's like, all right, now just watch what happens essentially. It's not I feel like, like they use CGI like well in that one because they didn't use a lot of it, just a little bit. They just like use it to splice together two takes essentially in each scene. Like if you use just a little CGI, it mm-hmm. can be well done. Like uh like Ex Machina. You ever see that yeah. one? Yeah, that's that has uh like what's the name? Isaac uh, something. It's got Oscar Isaac Jonathan and I'm trying to think Alicia Vikander. Yeah. That's who I was thinking of. She plays mm-hmm. the robot. Yeah, I don't know that name. 
Yeah, that uh, that's like the perfect use of just a little bit of CGI. They didn't overdo yeah. it. Just fucking. That movie's a banger anyway, though. Yeah. Oh, dude, but what I was saying about it's Robert Downey. Kinder, Kinder, it's got uh, before, Sinem, you know, she's also before I forget for things that I th- like in movies that are revolutionary, where I give it extra points for doing a new thing is I kind of like it in stuff like how John Wick action movies have been so much better since John Wick came out. And then mm. there was a movie in the thirties called goodbye, Mr. Chips, where it was the first movie where they kind of did like aging in it and had like the acting in if you look at movies kind of before that before robert donut the acting would be like how you are on a stage like you act like extra surprise like whoa like how they act in plays was kind of how they were in Uh movies he actually kind of acted like they do in modern movies where you just try to be the character and Mm -hmm. act like the cameras aren't there and throughout the movie they age him and they did a pretty good job. I mean, it's covered up because it's in black and white, but they did like yeah. a very good job for back then of making him look older throughout the years. And he kills the opposite it of Nicholas Cage, where he just overacts everything. Yeah, he does. Literally, he downplays it so well because it's pretty much a story of just an aging teacher okay. over like through. He's uh, a teacher from like World War One. He sees some <laughs> of his students have to go to like World War One and stuff like that. And he is. But it's uh, he's like a teacher for like 20 years at an all boys boarding school. Hmm. And like even when he's a young man, you're like, yep, that's a young guy jumping around, moving. He moves like a young guy and then he gets hits middle age. You're like, yeah, that's kind of how like he just plays every age so perfectly. And um, so I do I can give movies extra points if it was like, oh, this is the first time that they actually got a good women's cast for a movie i give it a couple extra points but not in the top 100 I'm not putting mr chips in the top 100 that's Again, just insane another reason why i hate melissa mccarthy she's bad at Mar- remember when they made the all-female ghostbusters movie and people were like why did we make this like we didn't ask for this and she's like well <laughs> you guys are all just nerds living in your mom's basement it's like these are your core audience like <laughs> nerdy people that like ghostbusters like the people complaining are the ones that liked the original Ghostbusters and they're wondering why you're making an all female version and she's insulting them. It's like, oh, so you've just alienated the core group of your audience for no so reason. You're just That's sexist. It. It's like, yeah, she's going to be in the new Little Mermaid. And then the movie sucked. People hated it. They did, they didn't, they were doing that a lot at the time. They were doing the all female Ghostbusters. They did the all female like Oceans heist movie. That was actually was good. I didn't really That was like actually that good. I thought it was well. I thought. For I thought it was just as good as Ocean's Thirteen, or Ocean's Twelve. I mean, the mm-hmm. the middle one, Ocean's Twelve. Yeah, Ocean's know, Eleven and Thirteen are very good. Ocean's Eleven would be on my top one hundred movies of the two thousands, and Ocean's Eight I thought was better than Ocean's Twelve. I don't know. I didn't hate it, but I was just like, eh. I thought it was, I, I actually was surprised. Because it was just, it was literally just okay. I don't. And I think it shouldn't have been related to the Ocean's movies. I think it would have been better. I feel like they were lied to. It had a bunch of the. It had a bunch of the same characters in it. Yeah, that's that was my problem with it. I think. I think if they had just done their own standalone movie, it would have been better. And not yeah, maybe, but then it. I wouldn't have watched it. <laughs> 
Yeah. I wouldn't have watched it. It cuts both ways, I guess. Yeah. Like I say, it draws you in because it's related to the Oceans movie, but the same, I don't know. Something about it where I was just like, eh, they're right on the coattails too much. I think the it would be better Oceans if I wasn't movie here so waiting for the good. characters to show up. That's one I got to put on my list for my girlfriend. The first Oceans movie, that movie's so good. Those are pretty good. I like. I do like that one. Yeah, I like the first one a lot. The second one is my least favorite. I always get confused which one is which. So the first one, they rob um, a casino with Mm -hmm. um, the the opposition is Al Pacino. Oh, that's the first one. That's the first one. Oh wait, no, he's the. I thought that was the the first one. No, the second one. Al Pacino's in all of them. Oh, is he? He's in all three of them. Oh, Ocean's twelve. Ocean's twelve. They're robbing a museum. That one is by far my least favorite. Can I, I'll, I'll lay out my thought process. I know one of them. They just robbed the casino. One of them is Al Pacino is making a, is like building a casino with one of their crew members. Yeah, that's the third one. Betrays them. Oh, that's the third one. Because I remember. Oh, they they enlist the help of the guy that's, who's okay. They rob. No, that's okay. Yep, yep. That's the first one. So Al Pacino stabs. Eddie Gould, Elliot Gould, something like that, stabs him in the back. That's what prompts the first robbery because he then he's like funding it. Elliot Gould, the the heist, and he gets George Clooney to join over to do it because um, Al Pacino has stolen George Clooney's bitch. So George Clooney makes it personal and then he rounds up his team. That's the first one. The third one, I think... They're actually helping Al Pacino. It's been so long since I've seen the third one. I think in Ocean's 13, they're actually helping Al Pacino short somebody else. Catch uh, uh, ambitions. They, yeah, they, they rob a number of casinos. Um, oh, it looks like it's also just robbing the casinos. Uh, one of them is when they're going up against the other thief, like the French thief. That's the second one. That one sucks. That is the second one. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one where they, Terry Benedict is one of the guys that had the casino and he wants his money back. So they're going up against the other thief uh, with the assistance of, Ter- or to get the money back for Terry Benedict. And then 13 is the one Maybe where uh, they're Al building the casino and yeah so that would be him. 13 yeah. so Al Pacino's not in the first one I guess not yeah I'm I think he's only in the third one only in the third one hmm. I just gotta give these a rewatch is what it's giving at least the first one the first I, one's really the only one worth a fuck to go back and the watch the only reason I know any of this is because again it's T- movies that are on all the time that my girlfriend puts on as like background noise when we visit her family. <laughs> the the first one is so good. It's the only thing it doesn't really hold up at all, which annoys me, is like the weird like color scheme they put on a lot of the scenes. Andy Garcia me. is the bad guy in the first yes. one. I think he's in all three of them. Yes. So yeah. now I've got it. The third one, they're helping out. Andy Garcia, he's to, assisting them in getting. He's helping them out Pacino. against Al Pacino. That's. Yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure somebody from the first one. That's yeah. why I didn't really like the third one of, as much because it was like, of, oh, you're just 
they rob his like five diamond necklaces or whatever. Like they, they yeah. each one has like five diamonds because it's like an award. And so they like helicopter it out or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. when they're trying to have a little bit too much of a twist ending. Yeah. With it. I don't know. It had like Matt Damon's parents ended up being in it. Yeah. It yeah. Be. It was weird. Yeah, I don't know. Ocean's but. 11, though. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Is that streaming anywhere? Let's see. Probably. I love the soundtrack of Ocean's 11. Then you had uh, the Italian job with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, that one's okay. I just remember that's, that movie. I, being fame, having that famous scene where they drive the Mini Coopers out of the tunnel. Into the, the original one has a w- way better Mini Cooper scene. Does it? The one in the '60s, it has like a like they don't make a nearly as many camera cuts throughout it. That's again, that's another problem with like newer stuff. Like with Taken, Taken's the worst of it. The Taken 2000s 3. were definitely the worst as far yeah. as. Damn, you, Ocean's Eleven not streaming anywhere. It looks like. Yeah, the two thousands, like um, like the Born Identity, holy com- like fucking shit! To, like special effects and uh, combat. They didn't stunts. even really need to do it that much in the Jason Bourne movies. It was just like it's just him running a shaky super cam style. Yeah. yeah, all the fight scenes have a million jump cuts in them. It's obnoxious. they ruined those with those because those really could have been. Those could have been like good. I wonder what it would look like if you applied like a Steadicam effect to those movies. It probably look like shit. (laughs) You think so? Probably you'd probably just get really dizzy from it just trying to like move around and then Well because the actual actual video would be perfectly still. It's just a black square on the outside edge of it. Oh yeah, that can be terrible. You could edit that out. You just zoom in essentially. I don't know. Yeah, the Bourne movies, oh, the third one those was so terrible good. About it. Those are those they are, are terrible with that though. No, with the, like the the shaky effects is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, like, they probably don't so hold up to Jason. Thing. Like, oh my god, it's Jason Bourne. Those probably do yeah. not hold up that much. There's that. They those made the so Jeremy Renner one, the Bourne Legacy, I think. And then they made Jason Bourne. I think it was called like another Bourne movie after. Yeah, that. so it goes Bourne Identity, Bourne Supremacy. Born That's Ultimatum right. are the first three. Yeah. Then, yeah, I think they went. One came out right when I got out of basic training because mm-hmm. it was like I hadn't watched anything. So I went and saw the new Jason Bourne. And I remember yeah. being like, this is the greatest movie ever. Because <laughs> I was so deprived <laughs> of entertainment for so long that I thought that was literally the best shit ever. There's that a part where they like drive there. through a casino. Oh, the where they're driving yeah. an armored truck through a fucking casino. Yeah. That was the last one I watched. That one was that, fucking sick. Born Legacy happened when Jeremy Renner was first getting popular, and they're like, "Oh, this is a good actor. We'll just cast him in everything now." Like they do every couple yeah. of years. I like Jeremy Renner in some of his like he was good. I liked The Hurt Locker. I thought that was a good movie. Eh, overrated. Maybe I still enjoy it. Um, but then like, oh, he war movies even just... in. He was in uh, Wind River. That movie. Yeah, Wind River is his best. That was his best role, but he don't. He barely even talks throughout that one. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else he's been other than like the Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. He was in like that. uh, It was like it was pretty good. It was like a Hansel and Gretel like horror. Oh, it is. I have seen that. Yeah, I forget the. the Yeah, that was actually pretty good. Um, he was in this cowboy movie where he was like one of the. 
side characters in it. Hmm. I don't know. Um, it was like oh, Magnificent. Yeah, there was a couple of them that came out. They were like trying to like revive yeah. cowboy movies right after Django. They like tried to make some more. Yeah. Uh, let me see if it's. I don't really care. I mean, there's been a couple good movie. cowboy movies in. Oh, I guess that is a Wind River where he played a cowboy. There's a. There was a couple like a good. State Marshal or something. Well, yeah, like a, he wears a cowboy hat in it. I just looked it up and it came up immediately. The picture and I'm like, yep. Got Elizabeth that. Olsen in it, so that's a win. He, uh, I, they had a couple good cowboy movies. Three Ten to Yuma was good. Bone Tomahawk. Is that the, Three Ten to Yuma is that Denzel Washington? Am I thinking of the right one? No, that's the one that you said before. The Magnificent fucking Ten or whatever. The okay. remake of the Magnificent Seven or something, something like, like that. that. They did a bunch at the same time. They did the Hateful Eight, obviously. The Magnificent Seven. Yeah. I think Adam Sandler did like a spoof one as well. The right Ridiculous the Six or something. Yeah, I think you're right. So, Had yeah. Taylor Lautner in it. Last time I saw Taylor Lautner in anything. Man, talk about a guy whose career died immediately. Yeah. <laughs> he got cast in one role that was guaranteed, like, what, three films maybe? I think he and did like, something. Let me tap into my Taylor Lautner he, expert. He did hey, one film where, like, his girlfriend gets kidnapped Ta- or something. I think. What did Taylor Lautner do to get... Did he get canceled? Why don't they... They don't put him in shit anymore. Okay, so he's just a faggot then. So he claimed to have an eating disorder and quit acting. So he's just a faggot. That's what it is. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm pretty hungry, dude. It's been almost three hours. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling the... <laughs> I, I ate four and a half pounds of crab legs, which I, think Hell yeah. about, which I think equates to a little over two pounds of actual meat. <laughs> so... I'm feeling pretty. My stomach's been rumbling for like an hour now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm like this is a long night. <laughs> Hell yeah! Awesome. All right. Do you have anything coming up podcast? Anything you're recording anytime soon? Yeah, I'm gonna. I did make an episode of my show now, but then I have had so many technical difficulties. I bought the wrong mm-hmm. camera. It actually like didn't even record half the last episode I did, so I just trashed it. But there will be an episode coming out soon, next this week probably. Of Closet nice. uh, Commotion. Stay tuned for Joint Lock. That'll maybe someday come out. That'll be fire. Oh, you can check out uh, what's your what's your Twitch, Jaina? My Twitch is Jaina Aliana. So that's J A I Y N A and A A L I Y A N A. If you want to see thirsty dudes, I can <laughs> try to pick her up in GTA. But yeah, nice. that's uh, that's all we got. Check it out. Go donate for sure. Yeah, it'll, donate, it'll subscribe, really or get the fuck out. <laughs> anyone questioning her gamer skill can fuck off. Yeah, anyone who questions, anyone who offers advice about anything on Twitch is banned immediately. Anyone who <laughs> who does anything would just blindly offer me money. Is banned. Anyone offering compliments, ban them permanently. <laughs> anyone that asks me how my day is going. Ban them. <laughs> Ban anyone smart. Oh, what was the oh, what was the one? I forget what it was. There was one where he just banned everyone in the chat for almost no reason whatsoever. It was he was like, ban was anyone like, that's being positive. 
There was that. I forget what it was. There was some. It was something so stupid, and he ended up banning like five hundred people. His his views dropped to like nothing. Everyone's like, "All right, I can't try and leave it." It's like like, all viewers. He's like, "I'm gonna end the stream because no one's watching." It's like, "Well, you banned your entire audience." (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe they stopped watching if you banned all of them. It's like oh, going to a shooting God, range. Classic. No guns allowed. Why isn't anyone showing up at our shooting range? <laughs> Literally. Oh, Taking everyone's bullets. Yeah, you'd think there'd be more archery enthusiasts. It's like, well, it's a shooting range. We're more here for shooting guns. Ah, oh, God. These... Ugh. <laughs> oh, well. Thank you for listening, everyone. It's been the Dead Just Productions podcast, episode 170. Thank you, Klaus, for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah. Peace. Have a good one, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye.